Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. G'day folks and welcome to the Encounters Down Under podcast. I'm your host Anthony Goodall and I invite guests to the show to share their amazing encounters with aliens and UFOs. If you or someone you know has had an encounter down under or anywhere in the world for our new segment Encounters Unbound, please get in touch with me via the Encounters Down Under Facebook page or email at australianufosightings at outlook.com.au. Be sure to join the Encounters Down Under Facebook page and YouTube channel where you can also get involved during the live stream interviews, sharing your thoughts and opinions during the live show. Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to give us a rating or review on your favorite listening platform. But anyway, that's enough from me. Let's get into what you've been waiting for. Kick back and relax with your favorite beverage and enjoy the show. G'day folks and welcome back to another episode of Encounters Down Under. On this episode, Trevor from Unlocking the Code joins us back on the show and this time alongside with his trusty sidekick, Angus. We also had the pleasure of another new guest of the show, Alex who is an independent researcher with an interest in the topic of UAPs. We discuss and break down the recent events over the past couple of months and the recent committee hearing with three well-known ex-military personnel who went under oath to testify their claims. So kick back and enjoy the discussion. Right, now I'd like to introduce our witnesses. Our first witness is Lieutenant Ryan Graves. He's the Executive Director of Americans for Safe Aerospace. Lieutenant Graves is also a former U.S. Navy F-18 pilot with his own UAP experience. The next witness... David Grush is a former senior intelligence officer with the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and was a senior technical advisor for UAP issues. And final, finally, retired Navy Commander, da- Commander David Fravor, squadron leader who worked as a naval aviator for 18 years. Mr. Fravor has his own UAP experience known as the TikTok event. I look forward to hearing from all three of you today. Um, pursuant to committee rule, 9G, the witnesses will please stand and raise their right hands. Do you solemnly swear or affirm that the testimony you are about to give is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God. Let the record show that all the witnesses answered in the affirmative. You may be seated. We appreciate you all being here today and look forward to your testimony. I'll remind the witnesses that we have read your written statements and they will appear in full in the hearing record. G'day folks and welcome back to another Encounters Down Under live stream. Thanks for coming back and joining me tonight. It's been a while since I've been on the uh, the old live stream here. I hope I'm coming through good. No issues here on your end, guys. Let me know in the comments if I'm coming through okay. 
Um, yeah, I'm a little bit rusty on this. It's been a bloody while since I've um, actually done a live stream. So, yeah, welcome back, guys. It's good to be back. Um, yeah, obviously I had a few issues there, health issues there. I could not get myself right and uh, wasn't really prepared to go and do some live streams there. And I was keen to go back on here because like, oh, so much has happened in the last few weeks or nearly a month and a half now. We've had, um, as we've had before, uh, David Grush there with uh, Ross Coulthard doing the interview there, admitting to, you know, uh, that there's non-human biological entities and uh you know crash retrievals and all sorts of stuff i hope you've all seen the 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 interview there with that and uh, it's just like absolutely mind-blowing what's just come through and i just put that little bit of a segment there to go on uh, just to point out that you know these guys have actually gone under oath and you know presented their their witness testimonies so um anyway look let's get let's get into this um get right into this and I've got uh, Triffin here and Angus. So I've got to get these guys in here. G'day, boys. How you going? Mate, how are you? G'day, guys. How good. you going? Good, good. Just, mate, we, welcome we, back to the show there. Yeah, we, we realise this is a different perspective of the refinery for most of you. You normally only see the sort of this corner. Um, yeah, but no, Angus is joining me tonight. We thought we'd, we'd get down. I mean, obviously, it's unprecedented. Well, we got here. Thank it, you very much. Thanks it's, for having me. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's unprecedented times, mate. And we and we wanted to sit down and discuss the hearing in detail. And because no one else is discussing it, the fact that the main it's not even on any mainstream news anymore, right? I think it no. lasted a day, maybe. Uh, and that in itself proves something. However. Yeah, it's awesome to be back, mate. We've got someone else with us. I think Alex is joining we us do. too, mate. Yeah. Um, for those who aren't familiar with um, Triff and Unlocking the Code there, Angus is usually his little bit of a co-host for his show there. So, um, yeah, we haven't had him on the show yet, so he's a bit of a first-timey here as well. And then we have... Uh... Yeah, we're popping your live, Cherry, aren't we, mate? I didn't realise that. <laughs> <It's scared. laughs> yeah. And then we've got um, Alex here too. Um one of uh, Triffin's uh, guests on his show. They'll let, uh, let Triff go on and introduce Alex. Go, Alex. Hey, guys. How you going? Yeah, Alex came. Actually, Alex is in the latest episode, two oh eight. Uh, everything's connected. We we didn't we didn't really leave a stone unturned in that episode, did we, bud? No, we uh, didn't. It was very fun, very interesting. However, yeah, Alex wanted to come and join us tonight and have a chat about the hearing. And I thought I wanted to organise this, boys, because I think a, a panel of of people is is very important to have because you get multiple different perspectives, and we've all. Look, I mean, I've sorry, I've I, I watched the hearing front to back. Uh, then I watched it sort of in the periphery, in the background, and then today I listened to it. Uh, thanks for doing that as well, Anthony. Putting the audio up on Spotify, man, that was actually really cool because it allowed me to just check in and out of it. Uh, yeah, welcome. I'm surprised it's still I, up there, actually. <laughs> and I've got about ten thousand notes, boys. So I mean, I'm I'm happy to take the lead because I've got pages and pages it, angus knows what i'm like I, I gotta be in my bonnet mate and there's one two three i don't even know how many pages there is so he'll probably read one of them yeah <laughs> <laughs> do the rest off the top of his dome yeah um, I'm, however, I'm, I'm sad to say like i have not had a chance to go and deep dive into this myself like you know put notes down or anything like work i've, got, I've started a new job and then obviously you know juggling that between family and all sorts of stuff my head just hasn't been in the right space and well, you know, boys, just, like everyone's been busy, I know, but you know, just have not had a chance to go and really dive into this myself. Well, it's okay, fellas, because I did it for us, and I think we've all watched <laughs> it at least once. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll take the lead, I think. Yep. And obviously, I'm really interested to hear from the people out there with the questions. I don't want to structure it, but I, I, what I wanted to start with, boys, because 
I want to get the negative stuff out of the way first, right? Because, you know, there's the classic. Actually, what, what I wanted to do is I wanted to start it with a Hilltop Hoods lyrics quote. Right. Oh, nice. But hang on, sorry, mate, before we get any tangent there, I just want to um, let Alex introduce himself a little bit there so people can get a bit of an idea who he is. Ah, he doesn't, if you don't mind. Doesn't, he's all right. Doesn't matter, no? no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I took the reins. I'm sorry. That's all good. You did. That's all good. <laughs> so, Alex, mate, tell us where you're from. What do you do? What's Tell us a bit about yourself so people know who we're who they're looking at. Basically. Yeah, so my, name, my name's Alex. I, I live down in the snowy mountains of New South Wales. Um, been following both your shows for quite a while now, so it's a real honour to be here to chat with you guys. Thank you very much for having me. Um, and look, I, I sort of got into this topic um, over the last few years. As I was saying to Triffin the other day, I've, I've had an interest in it, you know, for a little while now and been listening to your shows for just over a year. Um, but when this topic came up last week, I was like, oh, I've got I've to jump in on this one. And it's, um, you know, UFOs, UAPs, extraterrestrials, all that kind of stuff is is very, very interesting to me. Um, you know, I try to sort of keep an open mind over a lot of it. But, um, yeah, I, I just I thought this opportunity would be, great, would be great to come and have a chat with you guys and, and sort of put my two bucks worth in as well. Yeah, no, it's awesome, mate. Look, welcome, mate. It's um, absolutely pleasure you having you here. So, um, yeah. right, mate, uh, Triff, I'll let you go and get on your tangent now, mate. I, I know you're rearing, yeah. so... I, I, I'm chomping. I, I, I mean, <laughs> you, you, the thing is, boys, I, I squeezed this research in today because I started a new part of my job today as well. So it's like, anyway, let's get started. Hello to the Facebook user and Leela and Kurazia Trooper Leclerc. I like that. That's uh, g'day, guys. Don't hesitate to put questions in the chat. I think I'd like to get the feedback from everybody as well. Yeah, absolutely. But I think I want to get. So this is a Hilltop Hoods quote. It's from the song called An Audience with the Devil. Mankind has progressed to a point of, in its dim-witted history where life has been drained of all its enchantment. And I think there's, there's some power in that statement when we talk about this stuff because we are very jaded. Uh, me and Anthony have had a conversation about that, how jaded we are by a lot of this stuff. And it's very easy to say that the congressional hearing was disinformation. Why now? Uh, you know, it's, is it, is it, is it uh, the Project Bluebeam? Um, are they priming us for, you know, the, the next, next, blah, blah, blah. There you go. There's a verbal. There's the first one. There's the first one. I'm going to get it out of the way. <laughs> Existential crisis. Uh, and look, my answer to that is maybe. Uh, however, there was so much that came out of that hearing for those of us that have been in the rabbit hole as long as, I mean, I've been 10, since I was 10, man, I've been, I've, I've been into aliens. Like, and, and I'm not joking about that. I've got a book up here. I bought with my pocket money when I was 12, you know, there's the best part of 30 years, you know, I'm, I've been labeled a weirdo for many different things. And one of them was that I believed in UFOs and aliens back in the nineties, you know, like there, there's a lot of stuff, it's unprecedented what happened the other day, okay? And, I mean, do you boys think it's disinformation? We might start here in the refinery. Mr. McDermott, what do you reckon, mate? Is, are you, oh. Like Alex said, we're just all open-minded. I think we've learnt long ago not to get married to any mm. one thing or mm. any one truth. Um, one thought I did have, though, was it was with the congressional hearing you know, and it's we, we've had like uh, the government keeping secrets from us, right? Mm -hmm. 
well, the American government keeping secrets from us. So now we've got the American government asking the American government with witnesses from the American government. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... There is that. There is that. That can lend itself for you to think. There is that. Yeah, yeah. Is this all just another leg on the psyop? Is Mm -hmm. it, you know, because it's it's all (laughs) so far that's what we've got you got the congress the government and then these guys are all government employees be it that they're probably some of our most credible witnesses though yeah with their background and the kind of people that get into those positions exactly unfortunately but i think from a a just from a face value Mm -hmm. you can quite easily go "Mm, finding it hard yeah because we're jaded man because you know it's a lot of us in that congressional hearing, I don't think we didn't hear any new information in that hearing, right? I, I think for those of us that are in the rabbit hole, we didn't hear any new information. However, I, I've written a heap of dot points down here because I, I listened to it with a critical ear. Well, do you um, want to, before you go on, do you want to see what the yeah, other no, guys no, got I, no, say? absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, Anthony, where do you stand, mate? Because you, you are, you call everything. Nothing's a UFO at Encounters Down Under. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, um, look, like you said, like there's nothing new out of that. Like, if you've been following along pretty closely, then yeah, there's nothing new out of it. The biggest thing is, like, I was happy to finally see it was in the actual media, um, and Australian media, I should say. They actually took it on board and actually run with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked to have seen a bit more involvement from the news and that. And uh, like, and the other crazy thing is, too, like, still, no one gives a flying rat's ass that there's a oh, million no. aliens and shit going on. It's like, come on. The internet hasn't di- the internet hasn't disappointed with the me- the reams though. It's like oh the aliens are going to be so disappointed when they come down and go we want to take your leaders and we're going to go yeah cool man do you want to help like what do you need? let's get after look, it. <laughs> yeah yeah I know. Like people were sort of like expecting to have like new information or have some sort of new video going on or you know some sort of new sort of uh, uh, what do you call it. Uh, Oh, jeez, I'm losing myself now. New evidence. Already, new, evidence new evidence, thank videos, you. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, videos, all that sort of stuff. But um, that's not what this was about. This was about these guys admitting that they've been involved in something here that's been hidden away and hasn't really taken any air or any seriousness to the DOD. Mm. So to, this is where the, there's the serious part is because, yeah, like you're saying, you know, they're fighting between each other now in their, go- their own governments. Mm. And eventually the truth is going to have to come out. Like, you know, either these guys are lying, um, you know, and they're going to have to go to jail for life or whatever, you know, for whatever their bloody justice systems are. And all this, all the government's going to have to come out and go, all right, um, these guys aren't lying. Mm. And here's what we have. Mm. I want to get to the, I want to get to the Zeta connection because you're totally right, Anthony, but I want to hear what Alex is. What do you reckon, mate? What's your take on it? I'm much the same as you guys. Like I, I looked at it, you know, with a critical eye and sort of thought, you know, if we get any new information, great. But we didn't get any. There was just none there. It was all the stuff that we've heard before, um, you know. And the thing I found most frustrating was that every time one of the um, the senators asked a, a question, um, you know, with regard to new information, you know, it was sort of stonewalled by that it's classified. I can't talk about it, sort of thing. And yeah, that, I'm hating that's hearing that's a pain, yeah. you know. Like, and look, I, I understand from the perspective of, you know, these guys. You know, it was pretty obvious throughout the conversation that they are in 
you know, they're fearing for their lives at the moment. You know, David Grush was sort of alluding to the, the threats and, you know, other things that happened but, you know, to him and his wife and, you know, how real that was. So mm. from that perspective, I can understand that. But, you know, the, the thing that annoyed me the most was, you know, like, you know, wh where can we talk about this? Oh, we can talk about it in a skiff. Um, mm. And for those who don't know what a skiff is, it's a sensitive compartmented information facility, um, essentially everything behind closed doors. Um, mm. But unfortunately, they couldn't get a skiff approved to sort of pass on that information. So it was all like... Which oh, is also an interesting fact as well. Correct, right? I mean, yeah. And, and I think... And as I say, in somewhere in these fifteen thousand pages that I did, I did a background check on some of that stuff, right? And just want to say good day to Colleen and Michelle. Matt's joined in. Uh, yeah, I'm going. We're going to get to the red rectangle. Don't worry about that. However, the Zeta connection with Paul and Cyan, I like that, right? People are so tired of the financial burden of life, food, energy costs. It's difficult to put ET disclosure stuff at the front, and they're totally right. And I, and that that leads into the why now. Right? Is it? Do they insert that into the lexicon, because because of that very fact that people are so burdened with just trying to exist post the chaos that you know we can't talk about Fight Club, that it it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, or is that a conditioning? Right? Because it's one thing to say why now. So what I've done because I knew this conversation was coming and I'm like a dog with a bone. I've listened to a few different perspectives and I actually listened to weaponized podcast during Jeremy Corbell's podcast with Job Nat. And they did a show the day after the hearing and it's a, and he, they said in there cause George and Jeremy were the background. They are the, the driving force. A lot of that behind there with Lou Elizondo. And these are all loaded names that I want to come back to. Okay. Just let's let's just flow on with the story. You know, let's just keep moving forward. It hasn't just happened, right? The the, the background on Dave Grush because he he's probably look. Fravor is he's died in the wool as you get right. He is who he is. He's the he was a former commander of the Black Aces. He's as respectable as a witness that you can get, and that's the reason he was added to the argument because he added weight, right? Same with Ryan Graves. You can't really argue with his credentials and what he has done, right? Grush is the is the is the new player. The cherry, basically. Yeah. And but if you listen to Ross and Jeremy and George, that they actually you're totally right, Fraser. It is a world security issue. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up as well. Yeah, however, they um They've been at this for a while. This hasn't just happened, right? And there's been stone walls and blocks at every turn. I can't remember the senator's name, but he was from Tennessee, had that draw. He said, Dad gum a couple of times. Um, he has been working with Jeremy and George and, they've been, and a few of those other senators, and they've been pushing this for months and months and months. So in the public eye, all of a sudden, it's got turned on and it's, oh, it's happened. No, no, it hasn't just happened. This has been the mechanism of government moves slowly, Right. This has not just happened. It's taken months, if not a good year. Well, since 2021, you know, I mean, that one of the craziest things about the chaos which we've discussed on lives before is that they said UFOs are real and no one cared. And because it was in the middle of that chaos, right? Um, but it didn't just happen. I think that's one of the things we need to move past, that it's been in the mechanism to get to that congressional hearing and to get all those senators in the one spot and also, it was bipartisan as well, which is 
practically impossible in Washington because uh, I did touch base with some of the UTC correspondents over in the US and they were um, impressed that both sides of the floor were at that meeting, right? That that doesn't that can't be understated either. The fact that they don't get along at all in Washington at the moment, but they came together on this issue. Um, so there's, I think let's just for tonight, is it disinformation, Project Bluebeam, blah, blah, blah? Maybe, okay? We don't put anything off the table. But I think what we need to speak about tonight is the fact that it is a world security issue, okay? Because uh, uh, Mr. Levac, who couldn't be with us tonight, but he might chip in a little bit later, he has been working trying to get the Australian government to release documentation. I think we did a live with him last a little while ago, didn't we, mate? Yeah. And he's got some very interesting stuff coming up that I won't break here because it's his his baby. However, um, it's stuff happens in Australia. I mean, in Canada's Down Under, which is an excellent show, and that's the reason we're here and connected tonight, does a valuable service of Aussies reporting their uh, experiences. There's stuff out of Russia, there's stuff out of France, there's stuff out of Spain, there's stuff out of Europe. This has been going on, all right? But the fact that it is now in public record, and I think if you, those that haven't actually listened to it front to back, as I say, it's still up on the Candace Down Under feed, download it and listen to it front to back. Because not only did they, they didn't, a lot of those senators didn't ask, they asked preloaded questions initially, but when they came back around, they asked follow-up questions. And you are right, the whole classified, classified, classified is annoying. Uh, I agree. However, the fact that they said that there was a giant red triangle, uh, sorry, rectangle, that the size of a football field that caused aggressive tactics towards at the base, the fact that they said they'd intercepted multiple uh, grey or black cubes encased in a clear sphere that could move at Mark two, right? Whilst that's not new information to us, that is new information to millions, if not... Mass populace. Yeah, if not billions of people in the world, right? So we can't understate the importance of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just want to point out too, like I've... um, Like Grant Levac, I have also been trying to get hold of um, local ministers of parliament and stuff like that, you know, sending them emails there trying to say hey look this is happening now i even sent a link there with david grush's interview with ross Coulthard saying hey look this is evidence to back on from you know all these hearings have been happening over there regarding the uap get them all the information and details so they can sort of you know back it up back up what i'm trying to give them i'm trying to i even put it down as a national security for australia you know yeah. and you know they even send it off to um other people there well wouldn't say the actual members of parliament that i've emailed directly it's their assistant, you know, they've got the emails first, whether it's then gets passed on. But even they have even sent it off to other members of parliament there who are more in for the defense sort of areas. Um, hmm. But still, yet I've had no response for them either. So well, I'm I know, now at the I know point Grant, there where I want to go and hit them up again. I know Grant got a thanks, but no thanks. There's nothing to see here from the Air Force. Uh, yep. He did get yeah, a response, right. he got an official letter. And that's basically what they said. Thanks, but no thanks. There's nothing to see here. We don't look at that or, or something along those lines. 
Yeah, or there was uh, something like they can't discuss that or something. I think there was one yeah, uh, they asked about like the, the um, yeah. oh, what was that thing that they had the the Five Eyes meeting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm, he asked for mm-hmm. a uh, you know a reference of what ha- was happened with that, and they yeah, said, have oh, they we been briefed? Can't discuss it here, or you know, there's nothing we can say here or something like. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's a bit of bullshit, and, really. Look, and this is the red tape and the bureaucracy. However, I think what's underneath this as well. And that's they are full of it. This is the, I think one of the, the 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 global mistrust of all government, especially after the last three years, has accelerated beyond a point where I think none of us have ever seen. Like we don't. Speaking of bureaucracy, mate, that that was something that was a positive that I I took out of the hearing mm. was in the prelogue to it. Um, basically, they were stating that the fact that we want to bring this like to the fore at this mm-hmm. point in time because of the general mistrust in the leadership yes. because um, so many things have been hidden for so long and things that, you know, obviously uh, security is um, of high importance, mm-hmm. but then some things that we don't, like the mass populace don't deem mm-hmm. to be important. Mm-hmm. Like where are the, like what experiences have we had? Cause we're all, a lot of people out there are, witnesses experiences that kind of thing but they're being told they're crazy and the numbers are just getting too large yeah you can't deny it's overwhelming it. that's yeah, right. exactly yeah. it's overwhelming yeah yeah and i think that's like i said when i said before the bipartisan aspect to those senators actually being in the same room together uh to a lot of um, american observers was pretty crazy and, and we can't understate that and i think if you and again, you listen to those senators and the words that they say, they're like, "Oh yeah, nothing works in Washington." Don't worry, you know it's not a surprise. Because we've got to remember too that at the bottom line of this, there has been misinformation, disinformation, people potentially murdered over keeping these secrets for over eighty years, guys. Right? So this is a well-oiled, well-oiled machine that has kept this secret at bay. But then you you know we we dig into what the UTC uh, research does. There is you know there's pictures in the Renaissance with UFOs in the background. There is wall art in Australia here with what looks like UFOs. You know these things have been spotted and they've been part of our existence for a long, long time. However, we we really probably need to stick to the world you know post World War Two uh, Foo Fighters that sort of stuff. What the Nazis were doing these sorts of things tonight because I think that's where the modern disinformation, misinformation campaign that has come from behind the scenes. Well, not only that, but we're dealing with mainly nuts and bolts craft in yeah. terms of the hearing. Yes. You know, we're talking yes. about crash craft, captured craft, possible bodies yeah. on board, Yeah, which I don't know. I don't understand anti-gravitational stuff, whether there's a field that might protect the bodies, mm. but I'm thinking, you know, there might be drones, possibly. Who knows? There's yeah. so many experiences out there, but yeah. this is just the modern sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's in the modern era, we're more nuts and bolts, whereas if you go beyond that into the into the past, yes. we start to get a little bit more um, just entity-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, I think that uh, a UAP, UFO phenomenon, I like that we're, we're sort of stealing Marty Garza's uh, term there. However, I like that because it's not just... And I want to get to the the, the non nuts and bolts stuff later. 
What I want to stick to. Well, that's what was in the here. That's what I mean. I want to stick to the here. Yeah. They've got yeah. two pilots with sightings and they've got Grush mm. with his story. Mm. It's all about nuts and bolts. It's all about stuff. nuts and bolts, physical stuff. And, yeah. I, and I don't want to deny the phenomenon as we understand it. I want to talk about that a little bit later. But I think it, what surprises me, and, and we see it in everything, in all sides of research, and I've seen it over the years here at Unlocking the Code, at the end of the day, it ends up being binary. Right, it's like either it, you know the the cataclysm was a solar flare or was it rocks from the sky. What if it was both? Right, same with this. Same with the phenomenon. I, I am totally on board with the interdimensional other aspect of it. Right. However, the nuts and bolts aspect of it exists. You know, we haven't answered any of the questions. No. So let's just yeah start <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's all the above. You know what I mean? So, Alex, what's your thoughts on all this so far, mate? Uh, yeah, look, it's, I don't know. I really don't know. Like it's, you know, I've, I've sort of, again, looked at all of the information, um, I guess, try to sort of put together a little bit of a, you know, a thought about it and a theory about it. But at the end of the day, you know, like you guys have been saying, like, there's no one answer, like there's no, it's, it's, it can go either way. Um, yeah, like it's, there's, then there's so much going on, you know, you know, like you were saying before, is this disinformation? Is this actually happening? Um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's so much. So yeah, it, it's hard to form. Uh, so let's stick let's stick to the let's stick to the notes, right? Because I wrote some stuff down that I want to expand on. And if we look in the and look, I want Michelle's comment. How do we all feel knowing they have an agreement to farm some humans? I think that would scare a lot of people if something of like that was true. It's been claimed. It it. has been claimed. Go for it. Yeah, so um, something that that, um, everyone keeps repeating is like maybe the the truth is is scarier than what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. maybe something like that is the actual case. You know, let's just let's Mm -hmm. just hypothesize for a moment. Let's just do what we all do well. Let's let's just go with it. So it's like, what if we like the, the sad truth or the scary truth is uh, we're chattel, you know, we just belong to somebody. Yeah. What if that's the truth? Alien what if, yeah. What if mm. someone uh, governs over us and, and we're actually, the reason why no one's ever been aggressive towards us is because no one actually takes us seriously. You know, like what if that's <laughs> yeah. the case? What if we are we're the just, ants we're just, that we're just people, monkeys with fire. That's it. Or, or the ants <laughs> in the ant farm. It's like, Oh yeah, they'll, they'll sting you if you get too close, but they're yeah, fine. don't worry about them. Don't yeah, worry about yeah, them. Yeah, don't worry about them. <laughs> You know, like what if what if something like that, like just running with that, what if that could be the case? Well, I mean, you go back to the Anunnaki, the Sumerian text. There's many different cultures that say that we were either genetically modified or we were, yeah, we were a slave race for whatever reason. There's actually more than one culture that does say that. And that could potentially be true. I, oh, I didn't bring my picture down. I have to find that. Um, however, you know, it's... It is possible, right? I think it's a D or the above there, right? And I, I want to get – so the Zeta connection here, and this is one of the ones I want to talk about. Over many generations, abductees have been told they're crazy. For those abductees who manage to work past the phenomenon and get contact with the beings, I mean, again, we're, on, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're sharing the stage with Encounters Down Under tonight, and, you know, there's hours, hundreds of hours now that Anthony's recorded of people with experiences. There is the other thing that that congressional hearing did for a lot of people. There was a lot of justification. You know what I mean? Like we weren't vilification. Vilification. We weren't crazy. Well, we are probably crazy. However, 
if let's and again let's work on the one percent rule even if we work on one percent of the hearing is true uh it's life-changing right they literally just told us that we're not alone and ufos are real right and and there would be a lot of people with experiences that would feel very vilified uh i couldn't help but think about bob lazar at some point i want to talk about him a little bit later well i was saying the other day he would be a bit like graham hancock you know with the um, the young guys theory yeah yeah, with the comedy pack theory and Mm. stuff like that he'd be like thank you Mm. finally Mm. but i don't see i'm surprised bob lazar hasn't come out yet people are saying where is he why isn't he coming out but i think he's had too much attention over the years he's like i don't care now like you guys can go and make your own yeah, he, he, he did his part, oh, maybe, you know. Yeah. Right? And yeah. and yeah. if if anything that like Joe said about like his experience with him, you know, he he really didn't want to like do that yeah. interview with Rogan yeah. and stuff like that. So mm. maybe he just went a little too hard too soon, you know, like or or maybe he was he was part I of I think Corbell str- pushed him as well, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he was and he was part of the straw that sort of brought it through. He yeah. was he helped bring it a catalyst. Yeah, he was a catalyst. Yeah, I mean that. that I mean, if anyone has served his purpose. Yeah, yeah. It was. I I watched that episode of Joe Rogan, and I also saw a documentary, or you know, the Bob Lazar documentary, mm. and it was pretty clear that he was sort of at the point where he was like, you know, take it or leave it. You know, I've told my story. Yeah. This yeah. is what it is. I'm, I'm telling. I, you know, he says he's telling the truth, and you know that was that. So you know, he he's, he's at the fuck it stage. I think you know exactly I mean? right. Been, yeah, he's been going since what's well, thirty six well, years. 36 years since Nat yep. released that first yeah. interview with Bloody with hell, Bob it's been that all, long. Yeah, it's been, been that long. I remember well, seeing documentaries and, and other things from back in the, you know, the early 90s, late 80s, you know, when he first mm. came out with his stories. Um, you know, he was, a, he was a hell of a lot younger than he is now. I guess also you could look at it, if you look at it from his perspective, maybe, maybe he did the Corbell doco and the Rogan episode to get his media presence out of the way. If yeah. anyone wants to know what he has to yeah, say, there's the documentary, there's that. a podcast. That's Go it. Away. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, because maybe Corbell, because obviously they've been working towards this um, as a goal. Yeah. So maybe Corbell was like, look, we do it now, we get it out of the way. And then later on, because Corbell's probably like, because this is ramping up, mm. you know, with whatever he knows. So, mm. I mean, to look at it from the, that perspective, maybe that could be part of the reason who knows we'll never know mm. and look i mean the phrase i mean your phrase is right as well There's so much happening around the world inserting this into the distraction pool probably why it hasn't caused a grand rip. i think the thing is though what i've seen i actually thought boys there would be a lot more blowback about it like a lot more podcasts oh it's all bullshit rah 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 i haven't seen that much right and it's it's over a week now and you know there's 500,000 podcasts and I haven't really seen a lot of so I think on one hand look for me it was I I there was something very cool about it for me the fact that it was in the congressional hearing the fact that it's now on public record I you know as I say I've been in this you know I used to watch X-Files man you know what I mean I would stay up and I've watched every X-Files used you know? to used to yeah still yeah I know them. yeah you found I found them again yeah and Angus told me how to get the X-Files on Disney plus um and I'm going back you know doing a bit of background research however you know it's it's look I, I don't know whether Joe Biden could step up to any plate to be perfectly honest I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got Colin in the comments here. She's uh, so she's asked the question: 
So Congress hearing, where to from now? Will we have mm-hmm. Joe Biden step up to the plate and confess to the USA people that, yes, extraterrestrials are real? And when is our government going to jump on board and deliver disclosure for the Australian citizens? My hope mm-hmm. is that we all shall know the truth completely with no hidden secrets. Good luck to the mm-hmm. no hidden secrets because that's never going to happen. <laughs> no, <laughs> Not in our lifetime yeah. anyway. And that's, yeah. that's what we're sort of trying to like, um, I was trying to bring up before, like, you know, with regards to the Australian citizens there and like with the Australian involvement, um, you know, whether we're going to get that or not is a totally different thing. But yeah. I sort of want to question, like, you know, we've had these three three blokes come up and uh, talk about, well, you know, they've, they've confessed their stuff. Where's Lou Elizondo? He's, he's been a big player in this. He's had some, um, you know, he's got his background there. Was he in the background? I didn't see. I, no, I, was wasn't. I don't think he was, no. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see him in the background because I did pay attention to that, like who was sitting behind those three boys. It was Corbell, a Corbell and, and George Knapp. Corbell and George Knapp, yeah. 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 yeah, and there was another guy there as well. Um, there was a but few. But why isn't Lou Elizondo coming up and confessing? Like, mm. To me, I feel like he's a big puncher on this as well. Well, he was the one who released it all. Yeah, well, what I yeah, find that's right. So, why isn't he there going confessing his what he knows? So, you know, like just, bringing his statements forward. Because didn't didn't Grush basically work for him? Yeah. Wasn't he the head of ATIP and Grush worked in ATIP? Yeah. Something like that. But what one of the little bits of uh, research that I did is it's not just there's Elizondo, so now there's Grush, uh, Grush um, but there's about four or five guys that were former heads of these programs that left the programs in order to expose the programs. Right. And I, and I wonder, and that's happened sort of since the sixties, there's a, there's a number of names that have tried to do that over the years. And again, we, I mean, the sixties is 60 years ago, boys, you know what I mean? So we, we have been at this and there's, they've been trying to release it, trying to release it, trying to release it. Uh, and look, again, the external threat to humanity. I mean, this is the thing. Are they manufacturing another existential crisis? I mean, Project Bluebeam is literally a holographic alien event in order to, you know, lock us down again, basically. Uh, long story short. And the problem is, and, and I didn't want to leave Fraser's comment behind, there is so much craziness and chaos going on in the world at the moment, economically, everything, right? It, it's it's, But this is... See, what we understand here at UTC is that we are in the Kali Yuga, right? We are in the time of chaos. We are at the end of the cycle, right? In the, in the, in the cycle of the equinox, we are at the top, right? We are, it's about to tick back out, tick over into the next cycle. This is the time of chaos, right? We are living in prophetic times. I was saying that back in 2021 and no one uh, wanted to listen. But we'll look back. You know, our kids' kids will look back. This is this whatever's going to happen to humanity is going to happen in the next five, 10, 15 years, right? This is this is the time that things are going to go down, and the that chaos within the chaos is is where information gets released. And look, I Clinton, I don't, I, Stephen, I I actually had a guy, actually the coach, uh, got in touch with me. Oh, have you heard of Stephen Greer? I'm like, oh, so you found Stephen Greer. I, I used to. I did. Is he a fraud? Look, he keeps changing his story to make another more money for another book. That's what I'll say about Stephen Green. And <laughs> You're not yeah, half have, of it. This is what the, seems the like. Other, a, yeah. The other thing is, I have seen Steve Green did come out and comment on it, and his comments were that it there would be a slow release over the next six months. Like we should know more by the end of the year, come early next year. Mm. That was the short clip that I saw from Greer. 
that was recent. Matt, I think they're all shields, mate. And this is the problem, okay? I, I don't know that they're, they're out. I mean, I don't think David Fravor is a shill. He constantly looks like he doesn't want to be there. Um, mm. And again, it's it's not, I haven't got a problem with uh, David or Ryan. It's it's Grush because he's the ones, I can't tell you that, I can't tell you that, well, I can't tell you that. Let's yeah. just talk for a second though on Grush. Mm. So my my opinion, when I first saw the Coulter, um video. Yeah, the uh, the Nations, whatever it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah that, that one. Um, I don't know what anyone else's opinion was on on that Grush. But um, he seemed. We'll come back to that a little later. bit. We'll come a little back bit to too that. scripted, um, overexcited, like too. I don't know. He he just didn't seem genuine to me in that. What was what did anyone else think, Anthony? Like, what was your opinion of Grush from the cool time? Yeah, what was video? your initial opinion of Grush? That's a good. That's a good question. Yeah, look, I thought he seemed pretty credible. Um, like he's like most people when they come forward with this sort of stuff, there they've got a lot to lose. You know, because obviously over the years, there's still that still got that stigma attached to it. Um, there's a lot of non credibility to the whole situation. On a, what people on, a, on a bullshit meter scale, I mean, yeah, like where's the Aussie yeah, bullshit watching, meter? Where's the Aussie bullshit meter? Where, 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 where are we on the where are we on the scale? Yeah, look, I sort of feel like yeah, look, I think there is a bit of credibility behind him. Um, look, I can't really seem to knock him at this point. I, I think it's still a bit too early to try and knock him. Uh, like, I'm going to take no. him as he is. So yeah, but I don't but think there's a lot of bullshit behind him. No, I don't but think what I'm getting at is. What I saw in the Coulthard video compared to when I saw him in front of Congress, he was a lot more comfortable. That was his place. Yeah, he's a bureaucrat. He's a bureaucrat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a bureaucrat. You know what I mean? Yeah. He knew the lingo. Mm. He had everything on point, whereas the pilots looked out of place. Yeah, they're like, oh, they yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, because when they're sitting in front of people like that, they're usually in trouble. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. Or, that's a fair point. Or something that's like a fair that. Point. That's whereas, a fair point. Whereas Grush is just working the room, you know? He was yeah. comfortable. That gave me a. I felt a little bit easier about him at that stage because mm. I understood where he fit. Mm. I was like, I saw him in his natural environment. I guess that's what I was trying to say yeah. about the Coulthard video is he didn't seem quite natural. Something felt out of place mm. with that interview, a um, mm. little too scripted. Mm. Whereas, yeah, when I saw him in his natural environment, I was like, okay, I get this now. I see where he fits into the puzzle. Um, was was what I was trying to sort of get at. It was yeah. just a, it's yeah. just a, t- it was just a point that mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. And and another thing, um, you know, to to move into what like around the, um, the actual congressional hearing. Another thing that I liked was the fact that they were moving away from just purely the national security issue because obviously that's been hit on for quite a while. Mm. And off the back of what Ryan Graves was bringing into it, he's he's just going a a um well, he's a safety civ- a civilian yeah. aeronautical safety mm. problem because you know we could impact these things or stuff like that, which I think enables some of these senators to get on board, but and save face. You know what I mean? We're talking about how did we get so many. Yeah bipartisan people across the on both sides of the floor mm. i was just thinking maybe that's possibly one way they could do because it was like well we're not just going down this this route with the national security but we've we've twisted it a little bit opened up a little loophole so as people can go look i'm not worried about our military about our national security because we don't want to admit we've got national security issues but civilian aviation 100 i'm worried about some dude flying his Cessna, you know what I mean. And I think there's a, a and to, to 
I love the interaction, but there's so many questions coming yeah, through. Yeah, it's coming through, isn't it? Um, however, 5%, uh, Grave said that 5% is only reported. 95% of the sightings aren't reported in a civilian space. And that was his estimation. <laughs> Probably have fact checkers. Um, so I was a bit suspicious of Grush as well in his interview with uh, Ross. However, I concur with Angus when I say he was in his element. He had his, did you just mm. see his paperwork? He was just, yeah, yeah, he had everything you know, there, yeah. ABC did, yeah. one, two, three times one to the power of 10. You know what I mean? He was in his environment. And I, in the podcast that I listened to, the Weaponized podcast, they had an extended conversation. They basically asked Corbell, Nap, and there was another guy there that I don't, I'm not well, um, familiar with, what they thought of Grush. And Ross is obviously the guy that interviewed him and, and has vetted him in the last few months. I think the, why would someone put themselves under that level of pressure is a good comment there as far as Grush is concerned. Um, and yeah, we'll say it, it wasn't his lawyer. It was somebody else. It was someone else above him. Um, it's in the comments podcast. there. Sean Ryan. Yeah, Sean Ryan. And they basically, he was, he, he, look, is Grush on a leash? Yeah, he is. Uh, Absolutely. Um, and and that, that's one of my issues, that he is on a leash which goes back to the shield comment earlier, you know, it's like mm. how much of a leash is that? But I think, again, we can get stuck in the, in the nitty gritty of this stuff. I'm willing at this stage with Graves and Fravor, either side of Grush, I'm willing to roll it for now. All right. Am I suspicious? Mm. I'm always suspicious. Oh, absolutely. If, if, if your government's involved, yeah. in, you know what I mean? Very suspicious. I'm still suspicious of Corbell and Nap. I don't. However, I think one of the things we need to do as objective researchers now is the fact that this made it to Congress, the fact of things that they said in Congress, maybe we need to reevaluate our, our, our impressions of those three men, of Nap, of Corbell, of, you know, maybe it's, it's, it, we just need to have another think from another perspective about that stuff. And it's the biggest thing that's ever happened in the UAP UFO phenomenon in the public eye ever. And we can't move past that. Like that needs to be said. And is it a distraction from Epstein's list and, you know, farms and blah, blah, blah? Probably. At the same time, though, I think like Angus said, you know, the bipartisan stuff and a lot of those senators said, we want to do this to try and get some trust back of the people. You know what I mean? We want to. They they want to know. There's the the evidence is mounting. It's almost insurmountable. As far as honest politicians, I don't believe they exist. However, again, listen to that hearing with a critical ear. And those people were curious, and you know I think they were quite shocked at some of the things that they'd heard, because um, I think for some of those senators that was the first time that they'd heard some of that stuff. Mm. Um, you know. I think I make mention too, um, like uh, with the interview with Ross Coulthard there, like, you know, with the Grush's uh, vibe, you know, like he's a bit different. I think for when I listen to uh, the Need to Know from Ross Coulthard and Bryce Sable. Uh, Bryce Sable was the other guy that was on today. That was him. Yep. Um, so the, he, I'm pretty sure he made mention that, like, they had to go and set up this real secure sort of area for themselves, like trying to get there. Everything was like really low down, like, you know, they're trying to make it, you know, this guy's a protected species kind of guy, you know, trying to get him where he's got to get to. And so obviously the um, Grush is nervous, like, and that's not everyone naturally, but you know, mm. you're, you're in this big position and you're about to go and point out to the world that 
some sort of aliens exist or some sort of non-human yeah, we are not alone. exists. Yeah. We're yeah. not alone. So, which like you sort of can sort of understand. You're like, this is a big thing that's about to come out, and you're the you're the the face of this. Mm. So, of course, he's mm. going to be pretty pretty um, nervous, and you know, he's not going to be in his element there, like talking about this sort of stuff. And he's something that's going to be worldwide. You know, it, mm. it would be scary. If, mm. Obviously, you got to be fearing of your own family, like he's mentioned. You know, mm. and, and just. With, well, I guess with regard to the the interview, you know, the initial interview with Ross Coulthard was, you know, he seemed nervous. You know, he seemed like I'm on live television. I'm telling, you know, this story. It's going out there. Like this is it. Um, so I would be nervous too, hundred yeah, percent. But then, absolutely. as as you said, like with you know, in the in the um, the hearing, you were saying yes, he's in his like he's in his element. That's where he's like, and the, all the language he was using. Is is government language? You know, that's that's the language mm. that they talk mm. in government. You know, so that you know he's written these things down. He's 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 speaking to them in the way that the senators and these people are going to understand. Yeah, it's um, a lexicon. It's a whole exactly different language. right. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. So, look, I, look, I, I, I'm in two minds still, but I, I do tend to believe him. I think you know, watch this space. Let's see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, watch this yeah. space always. Yeah, However, that's I'm right. Yeah, I'm 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 siding with those boys right now. I'm yeah. Like, if not, if for nothing else, that they've really moved the conversation forward. You know mm. what I mean? They've yep. moved it forward. Yeah. Exactly. So the biggest thing I want to see come out of this is like you, the governments go, yep, all right, look, we do have these things. You know, there are, we do have some sort of technology that is back engineered, flying around. You know, all these people that have been seeing these things aren't crazy. And that's where I want it to be. Like, you know, I want everyone that has seen something strange to be credible for what they've seen. Yes. You know, be. Yeah. want all their experiences to be held accountable for all these idiots that go and say, you know, you guys are all crazy because you're seeing these weird things, but the next minute, you mm -hmm. know, oh, hang on, this person wasn't crazy. You know, they have actually seen something. So that's yeah. where I want this to sort of escalate mm -hmm. to, to say, look, you know, people aren't crazy. Well, as we know too, there's consistency in a lot of the stories from around the world, isn't there? Like there's 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 certain types of crafts that are seen, the tic-tac, the spheres um, and the cubes, you know, there's – Triangles, triangles, right? Yes, they, they, like there's there's commonality to some of these things, and as I say, there's got to be. Look, I'll be honest, boys. When I got to the end of that, when I when I watched it and I got to the end of it, I'll be honest with everybody. I was a little emotional when they said thank you because, again, I like I actually try to find. I've got a little alien pendant. Right? It's weird the things you keep that I've had since I was ten. You know what I mean? Like I bought it at a at the Ballarat bloody markets when I was 10 years old like that I've been into this for 30 years and watching it evolve and seeing that actually happen I mean and, and I think we should talk about a couple of stats I mean mm. let's just let's just for a second credible more than like I can't remember how many eyewitnesses there was but saw a red rectangle the size of a football field just hang on a minute, like an NFL field, I would imagine. So it's that 100 yards by 70 yards or whatever it is, okay? Yeah, probably equivalent. 100 yards. Yeah, yeah. imagine a, a rugby square. field. It'll be a rugby yeah, field. Yeah. It'll be a rugby field, right? On its In the air, that approached a base, looked around, like basically did a recon over the base and then backed away and then came back instantly too, by the way. Let's not, mm -hmm. let's just fathom that. And then actually started, you know, having a bit of a crack at some guards and, and bits mm -hmm. and pieces. What are, what are we talking about? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. there's a giant red rectangle that's having to go at people. You know what I mean? 
I mean, how do we, how do you, how do we just skip past how that? How do you just skip past that? That in you know, itself. You know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. You know, like. And, and we're all going, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just how's a... Space Daddy going to fix the cost of living, though? Yeah. yeah it's, that right. doesn't matter. Just mm. for a moment. Yeah. Let's put just. Put aside the cost of living. What did we start with? Life has been drained of all its enchantment. Let's just have a cool conversation about UFOs. Everyone's struggling. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but there was a giant red rectangle. You know what I mean? Like, that had to go yeah. on people. And and we they just brush past that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and but where could you go from that though? Oh yeah, would you? That, the, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but didn't he yeah. claim he didn't say he hadn't seen anything though? He hasn't. No, we're he talking hasn't. about Grush. Grush hasn't seen anything. No, no, himself. no. We, we, no, we're talking about Graves. Oh, Graves. Graves no. saw the record. Graves saw the. Time, but didn't um, yeah, Grush even say he saw like some sort of red, pinkish sort of? Uh, no, 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 Gra- no, Grush no, hasn't seen anything else. physically. No, He's seen right, photos yeah. and documentation. What no. What was it that he referred to that him and his wife saw? That's the, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's I don't know what. It, yeah, yeah. There was a I, few comments that they didn't follow up on. I picked it, up on that as well. Was it something along the lines of um, him and his like have? Well, there was two questions hang on, there. Hang on. Have um. Give me a second. Fuck. You've just someone been again. threatened by UAP. That's, yes. Yeah, or yeah. harmed. Or harmed. Yeah. And yes. he his reply was something about him and his wife. Him and his wife. Yeah. yeah. Like been there and seen it or something mm. like that. Or so that's, I don't know that's what, what he was trying to get. I knew he said something, but it was physically by people was it about him the UAP. That was being harmed I or? think it was him that was being threatened. But there was a few mm. things that when I listened back to it, I picked up on that as well. It's like, hang on a minute. Did he just say him and his wife were shown something to try and shut them up? Or um, no, yeah, I don't I'm know. Glad we're all a bit sketchy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I was just saying, yeah. I was like, is it just know. me? Is it my memory? Yeah. What's going the, on here? The only memory I have is when he was referring to being threatened. Yeah, he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. He said, he and his wife yep. saw something that terrified them. That, that's true. Yeah. 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 So, was that? But yet he says he hasn't seen anything. No. So is that, well, I mean, I, I think because he's, <laughs> he's a bureaucrat, he hasn't physically seen anything, but maybe they showed him something. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Maybe true. it's like the, they, 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 they put him yeah. in a room and they wheeled out the old videotape machine, put it in there. And the said, OHP? Yeah, 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 yeah. Put a few slides across put it. Put a slides across <laughs> it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no one, fo- exactly. No one followed up on that question when he said that, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, when when oh, he yeah, said good. that, no one followed up on that question. Yep. I was going to say, why did Paul and Cyan there? Because they're off to Cardwell there, um, which I'll be seeing them as well. So, um, guys, enjoy your trip up there. They'll be driving up tonight, I think. Is it was it Wednesday tonight or is it Thursday? What is it? Thursday. Yeah, because that's over the Thursday. weekend. So, it starts, it starts uh, sorry, no, it starts next weekend. Next weekend. Yep. Look, so I, I would like to come, way. but it's 18 hours. That's, trip, that's right, yeah. It's, it's like another, it's like 36 hours for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I look, I mean, oh, where's Cardwell? Oh, it's 18 hours by car. Oh, north, north of Townsville. <laughs> yeah. I can't make that happen. I'm actually going up there next weekend too. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a bit close. Have fun. But I, I, th- I think, yeah, have fun, man. I think that, that'd be, yeah, I, I would love it. to know. No, honestly, I'm taking advantage of the Bonza flights. You know, it was like 89 bucks uh, to get up there from Rockhampton. Oh, to go and to Townsville then, or something like that. Townsville, then, yeah. Um, yeah, trip up that way for a couple of hours and then, yeah, fly back. So I was like, Oh, I'm jumping on a plane that's got Bonza on the side of it, but you know that's that's, that's yep. just Bonza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there, if there was an eye on the end, I'd be a little bit more. Yeah. Bonza. Bonza. <laughs> I know. That's, that's where I was trying to go. I was trying to go with that. But, mm. I thought. No, I picked yeah. up on the <laughs> point. We got it. On a resurrection. We're all from the nineties. Yeah. So what about what about? I mean, again, let's just not. Uh, 
brush off the fact that there's been fleets of black and grey cubes with inside clear spheres mm. that move at mark, over Mark two. Twice the speed of sound. The, I mean, let's, let's speculate for a second. You reckon the clear spheres are just part of that tech? So that there's not actually a sphere, maybe it's a... It's like a shield or something. Or, like it's yeah. a, or, it's, or, is, or is it the, the anti-gravity anti bubble? bubble yeah, yeah. Kind of electromagnetic field or something. Yeah, yeah, electromagnetic yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely, field. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. is it just presenting that way? Yeah, in a, in a three-dimensional existence, we see it as a mm. bubble, whereas, yeah, whereas I think you're probably right, it, it, it is a three-dimensional, uh, sorry, um, an anti-gravitational or mm. electromagnetic field. But yep. I mean, fifty feet is what? That's what fifteen meters. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how that's close one of these guys that. Well, no, that's how close they. I think they're they're fifty feet big. Oh, from them, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're they're fifty feet. They're fifteen meters uh, by fifteen meters, the square, yeah. right? But one of those F 18s got within fifteen meters of one, right? Like that was that's that's. That's a merge plot. That's, yeah. that's mm. impact. That's impact, yeah. right? Someone yeah. someone backed out of that. You know what I mean? Whoever's flying the cube backed, uh, backed out of that. You know, and I think the other thing we we, we can't dismiss either is that there, there was the there was fleets of the Tic Tacs. There has been diamond formation and fleets of these cubes. Right? This is incursion on our on on isn't it isn't that one of Ryan Graves' stories? Yeah. The fleet. So yeah. like you see you see um on like his video or something, you see like a, a craft, but he's like, but what you don't see is the ones lined up mm. off to the side sort of thing that mm. we could see. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there was a is, fleet is off that, to the I side. Right or no, no, that, no, no, you're right. No, 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 you're right. Yeah, you're definitely no, right. You're yeah. You're correct, you're correct, yeah. Uh, you know. There's there's all different footage. Like I was watching, um, uh, it was an episode of Ancient Aliens last night, the latest um, episode, and it was all about this topic, you know, and all of the footage. And there's there's new footage that I've never seen before. You know, we talk about the Tic Tacs, the Go Fast, the Gimbal. There was another video of one of these things going into the water that I haven't seen before. So, yeah. you know, we talk, we talk about these, you know, the, the thing around them. You know, maybe it's something that um, – is used to you know bend the, the gravity or whatever it is around it so they can move at those speeds and things. Yeah. yeah. Look, I, I do I do want to get to some anti gravity stuff. I think Neela said that before. They are um, they can pass through matter. These things, whatever they are, water, stone, it doesn't. It's it's no difference because anti gravity, and you know we did some really cool episodes about Otis Carr and I, don't, I haven't heard from Grub. I better get back in touch with Grub. However, um, anti gravity tech. Yeah, transmedium. Thank you, Matt. Oh, Matt picked up on it, man. Thank you, brother. I couldn't think of what it was. Transmedium vehicles. Thank you, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Uh, Can we say trans? I, like the... I still feel like it's a bit. You know. I don't... Oh, <laughs> don't open that can of worms, man. Do not. That's it. There you go. Now we're definitely <laughs> now we're definitely kicked off YouTube. Yeah. Oh, um, but what about? I mean, the other thing we need to take into account as Aussies as well is that our F-18 Super Hornets have the upgraded radar, right? Yep. They have the same APG-79 or whatever it is radar. Um, Forget about our fucking Super Hornets. What about our F-35s? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, True. What, what, what are they, they got? What are they saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Grush said that the F-35 is not a good ISR platform. I don't think they can get the data. Like, I think in an F-18, if they still run tapes or hard drives, like one of the things you do is turning your tapes, turning your hard drives at the end of a mission. Whereas the F thirty five is its own independent platform, but you're right. I mean, what what are they seeing? 
and I think that's you know that again that's what Anthony and Grant have been working towards as far as from a from a bureaucracy standpoint here in Australia is that our pilots have got to be seeing stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm. you, you would you would think that they would be because every other pilots around the world are seeing stuff. Again, this you know it's you get that there's that meme. It's like how the aliens see um, uh, the world in in Hollywood. It's just a, a you know the Earth in an ocean with America. You know what I mean? It's not there. Yeah. There, there is. A lot more countries that are involved with this. You know, the Spanish have got really interesting stuff. Don't think... Let's uh, not forget about Brazil. Brazil, yeah, Moment of Contact. If anyone hasn't seen Moment of Contact, see it. Pay the 15 bucks on YouTube and see it. It's worth it. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's long, but it's worth it. Um, it is. And, pack a lunch. Yeah, pack a lunch, and you might do it in a couple <laughs> of sittings, but... And be ready to read some subtitles. However, that, that story is... is is as true as any of the more true or as true as the rest of them it holds water and holds you know? water and like the this fact that across yeah. that whole city like yeah everybody's got everybody. a story yeah. yeah yeah and there's a ufo on a pole at the, <laughs> at the start of the city you know what i mean everyone's got a story and yeah. that's that was that was in the 90s man you know yeah. we discussed and this I last time we were talking about this we did yeah. we did yeah, yeah we i yeah. think um the other thing is too guys is that we need to now go back and like i said okay so the um i can't remember the town in brazil what it was but south america is true um westall you know what i mean grant levac did some really valuable work down at victoria because that's where he's from at the westall incident site with those guys uh we need to now go back if that what if what grush graves and fravor is true all right and we're, and we're siding with that for tonight right obviously suspicious minds always open right um and all these Roswell is true. The Phoenix Lights, right? Mm. The, you know, the, all these major experiences that thousands and thousands and thousands of people saw over the years. That then a a, a directed misinformation, you know, distraction uh, was in place to distract from it. I mean, the Phoenix Lights was when. That they said, oh, there's a massive crash, the Phoenix, the big triangle lights over Phoenix, and everybody's reporting. And then the next day, the governor turned up, and then some dude turned up dressed as an alien, alien. like yeah. in an alien suit, and then they all had a big laugh about it. Yeah. Right. But thousands of people saw that. And actually, one of those senators mentioned that. He goes, What about the Phoenix lights? Can you talk to me about that? And then Graves said, I can point you. What he, I actually wrote, he goes, I can give you a vector on that. I love these terms because mm -hmm. he's like from the Air Force. Like he is all, <laughs> his terms are pretty cool. How, how he was speaking but we need yeah. to go back now over those big ones you know that, that are probably in the in oh here's the <clears throat> here it is I, yeah, I go back in history there. books there's there's the aliens book man i mean all the all the ones that are in here this is from the 90s we probably need i need to probably reread this like <laughs> i need a refresher yeah because yeah. it's probably true and you know like you know Let's theorise for a minute. What do what do we think any further release might be like? Do, mm. we, do we think they might go back in time? All right, let's start at Roswell. Mm. You know, here's what we got. Here's what we don't have. Here's, here's our story now. It's still going to be an official government story, mm. but it might be closer. There might Virginia, of, Virginia. Thank you, Fraser. Yeah, in, instead yeah. of zero percent truth, mm. we might get. 10, 15, 20%, 25%. Mm. Mm. One of the questions I liked in the congressional hearing is like, so how many years can we go back before we can just release the whole lot? 
Because I think that's a fair question, right? Because you well, know, it's maybe fifty years before things come, become unclassified, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But then usually things are still redacted. They're from redacted. Those yeah, that's right. Yeah, unclassified. It's just a big black sharpie through ninety-five yeah. percent of it. <laughs> and you know again, the yeah, and yeah, or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's the only parts we can release. But it's released now, guys. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's a fair question. If this stuff is going to be released, can we just go? Where do we start? Yeah. Where do we start? Well, I think Roswell's a good place. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. was, but well, the problem is Roswell is if Roswell's true, they do have bodies and have had bodies since the forties. Yeah. So from right. my understanding, I'm pretty sure a tip is meant to be going back through previous documents to try and bring up some yeah. sort of. Well, I mean, Rush, Rush said I can give you a vector on that. I can, you know, I mean, he, he said I can yeah. point you in a direction. Problem is though, Roswell, Roswell might be like fucking pyramids. There's been that much time. Too much time to get rid of too many documents. There mm. might be giant gaps mm-hmm. between dots. Yeah. So maybe it's how better to start on more recent stuff. Yeah. How much data is left? Mm. How much has the water been muddied mm. that they can stir it around and mm. make it even worse? So mm. maybe start on the more recent ones. I don't know. Yeah. Just something. Give us something. The, the, yeah. Give us something that's credible at least. You know, something yeah. really sort of open our eyes up and go, oh, okay, yeah, well, okay, they do actually have something. Instead of these other stupid videos that are always in infrared, you know, or I'll tell you what Just I don't want. out of focus or some crap. Don't give me something that we haven't already heard about. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't, because we're yeah, all just going to go, oh, well, no one's fucking heard about that. You've just made that completely up off. Yeah, know, we need, we need, we need a reference. We need a story. reference point to something else. That's right. Yeah. Something that maybe. Um, well, like, let's do the Phoenix Lights. Yeah, that there's been you know? research done to yeah. background investigative yeah. journalism, that kind of thing. Actually, speaking of recent events. I picked up that on three different occasions they mentioned the Chinese spy balloon, and then twice they said, "and the two UAP shootdowns." Yeah, they let that slip. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So you want some recent stuff? What did the F twenty two? Because it was F twenty twos, and that's that. The reality is the only fighter plane we've got in the world that had I would even have a, a percent of a chance against a something like that is an F twenty two. They did actually say, right? They did say the UAP sh- shootdown times two. They said that twice. They mentioned the spy balloon three times, and they said that twice. I made a note of that because I, I wanted to mm. bring that it up. Out. That yeah. stood out to me because because that that's one of our first lives, Anthony. So they're shooting down UAPs now. Remember that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And the question and they raised, the missile. <laughs> yeah, they, the question they raised was, what did they shoot down with their one point five million dollars worth of missiles that they used? Yeah. So they want answers for that. Mm. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I mentioned it too. Like, why shoot down with the missile? Why don't you throw? A- Couple of bullets into a balloon is eventually just going to fall down. We talked about that, yeah. Did they? Because they missed <laughs> the first catch one. Oh, they missed they the did, first Yeah, a hundred billion dollar plane, and they <laughs> missed a balloon. Yeah, from and that, that caused that massive train crash that caused the oil, whatever it was, to no, explode. We can't start. We can't start. We're not, not going to do that. We can't. No, do it. No. Listen, listen, man. The reality is, food mm. factories burn down, trains crash. It, it just happens, man. That's there's nothing. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay? Nothing suspicious here. Nothing suspicious. No. Long, it's all sir. Yeah. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy, Alex. Just mm-hmm. deal with it, dude. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I wanted to mention is that the um, the aggressive tactics that I that they did speak about, which was a little bit more detailed than I'd heard previously, how one of the one of Graves' stories is that they're on a training mission, they approached the or an orb and it and that's because it was done with an iPhone or it was done with like a single photo and the senator asked them 
why didn't you, you know, you're in a multi-million dollar plane. Why didn't you engage video? Why didn't you engage tracking? Why didn't you, you know, da, da, da. and when, as soon as they approached this thing, it shut everything down. And then Fravor echoed that as well, that in the Tic Tac incident, that it interfered with their radar comms, it interfered with their communications. So these things, whatever they are, and I like one of the questions they said in the hearing was like, um, you know, did it interfere with your radar? Yes. Yes, it did. Could you have done anything about it if it turned hostile? No. And one of the senators go, well, I think we've got a problem then. It's like, yeah, yeah, we've got a problem. We're not crazy. We've been talking, telling you this stuff for years and they're in our skies. They've been in our skies for a long time. Exactly. It is an act of war, man. If you intentionally jam another craft, like that is reasonable engagement. You can engage at that start. What if it was a symptom, though, of being in the vicinity of the, of the, craft? Of the electromagnetic or the anti-gravity yeah. field? Yeah, yeah potentially. Just, just an idea. Like, what if it didn't actively jam? What if it's just because he got within a certain range, maybe? Mm. I don't know. I'm just putting well, it I think out there. Like, Frave, I, well, I think Graves said when he approached it, it happened, but Fravor said it, it was active jamming is what is, was the terms that Fravor used. Yes, but... Is the sun, does when it he still doesn't understand it? when he doesn't understand the tech, yes. yeah. how could he make that comment? You know what I mean? Like that's it true. might just be his language. Yeah, that's true. It seemed it come up to him like it seemed like it was active jamming, mm. but maybe it was passive. Mm. Maybe it was just because he was there. Yeah, maybe he was just there. Yeah, maybe it happened because you know if we think about Bob Lazar for a minute and the way in which the you've got to tilt the um, like the amplifiers to sort of move a craft in a certain way. Maybe the craft was preparing to move in a certain direction, and that's why. And just in it, yeah. So it, it, it more yeah. of the field happened to point. I don't know. It's just thinking, possible. tossing yeah. out possibilities. Yeah, that's look, all. all things are possible. This is the whole point, especially when we understand nothing about any of it. Oh, we're fully anti gravity engineers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's all mag. Just yeah. waiting for someone to go and find us to go and build our own UFO in the backyard. You know. Hey, listen, you give me the resources. I'll give it a crack. I've got Otis Carr's plants. Hey, don't, don't laugh. Yeah, I'm, I'm not laughing. I can bring the blueprints. I can bring the blueprints up. Would you like to see them? I've got them. Yeah, I think I'd go Let's have a look. down like the Jack Parsons route and just try and evoke a spirit in the Oh, yeah. We're going to do, do the old Scientology one. We're just trying to bring in yeah, a, I'll an, get an L. Ron Hubbard, Hubbard yeah. along. Yeah, bring in a, bring in a demon out, in, out of Joshua's tree somewhere. Which they actually did, which is pretty creepy. Uh, what the other thing? The other one that said, "What do you, oh, there was a question?" Is like, is the U.S. government currently housing ETs and blah 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 blah? blah? And he goes, "I can't discuss this under this thing, but I could discuss it in a closed environment." Hmm. I don't know if anyone's watching um, the Samuel Jackson Marvel. <laughs> right? Is anyone watching mm-hmm. that? What's that called no, again? Yet, no. Yeah, invasion. 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 That's literally about. Aliens that can morph into humans, man. Like, yep. uh, I was actually talking, as I say, when some of the the, the American scroll, the scroll that's the one, the scrolls. Uh, and yeah, that's what it's about the fact that we've been hiding, um, yeah, secret invasion. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. And my, my wife said, What are you doing? That? So I'm just watching it for research purposes. <laughs> Sometimes life imitates art, yeah, yeah, just watching it for research purposes, just picking up some, picking up some ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I was prepping my kids the other day. We went back and watched Men in Black, the first one. Well, I was going to think we need to watch Independence <laughs> Day again. You know what I mean? Yeah, we did that too. Yeah, we, we yeah. did that too. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, this is this is this isn't. Uh, we're not watching it. This is research now. Yeah. Maybe they've been trying to tell us exactly. You know, I was going to say that, like you know, through Hollywood. 
Since the 70s, you know, close encounters of the third kind. Close encounters of the third kind, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yep. Stargate, that's, for instance. Yeah. That's Stargate, just something yeah. I wanted to touch on before when we were talking about um, why now, how did how did the bipartisanship in Congress come about and stuff like that. And I felt like, I felt like maybe there's, there's obvious factions within the government and I feel like, the part that wants to keep it a secret or under wraps who have skin in the game in that regard, mm. maybe they're finally, the paradigm is shifting. Yeah. You know, the, the the numbers are shifting. Hence why we can get this. Like I'm looking on the, the positive side. Like why is this happening? Instead of the misinformation side of things, I'm thinking well, maybe down the positive route. Like we say, it start, it's, it's been going on for a long time. Um, with science fiction movies and stuff like that. But maybe that was a slow release. That was all they could sneak through to the keeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas now it's it's been gathering dust. It's been it's been snowballing and the weight the weight of power mm. is sort of shifting. Um well I think we got to, we got to thank Joe Rogan as well. What what do you got mm. to say, Alex? I was just gonna say there was a movie that got canned a few years ago, which was called Anunnaki. I don't know if you heard about that one, but it got shut down. Did it? You know? Really? Yeah. I, don't, I just remember seeing something about it. There was a, a poster that came out that said, this movie is in production. Then the next thing it comes in, it's shut down. Mm. So, well, we can't, I think they, that, they can't tell the story. Yeah. No, well, well, I don't know. I think there had something to, I think Dan Aykroyd was involved in that one. Could be wrong. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd's involved in a fair some of this stuff. He is, he's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's he's in the supernatural. Oh, he loves aliens. He loves aliens, he man. Yeah, well, that's that, yeah, that, that's you can't see it. Oh, yeah, of the light. It's a little yeah. bit glowy. Crystal skull, <laughs> isn't it? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Is it alcoholic? Yes. It, yes. Yeah, it had, it had vodka in it. Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did. It, it, it did. did. It did. It did. It actually, that, was that it was out of this world? <laughs> that's some Where low were hanging you when fruit. The marketing was happening. Yeah, that's some low hanging fruit. That was good. Oh, oh, I liked it, yeah. oh yeah. What if it comes straight yeah, up? I like it. I like it, man. I like it. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's that Moonfall. I Me and Alex were talking about on the show that I just released about Moonfall, the Moonfall documentary, because you know the moon's a bit of a weird thing as well. Uh, seems to be perfectly parked where it needs to be. Um, a lot of coincidences. Mm, yes. And, I mean, do we? I wanted to sort of move into a bit of some of the weird stuff. Is there anything else? I'm just sort of looking through. Oh, let's. If we're just touching on movies for a second while you look at that, mm. there's another one, Iron Sky. Yes, that had a huge mm. like uh, Sumerian section in it with like the how things came about. I think it was I think because I think there was two of them. I think it had like steampunk Nazis in it as well. But, yeah, and T Rexes yeah. and shit. But like, yeah, there was it was pretty fanciful. But there was a section I remember seeing a clip. It was about fifteen minutes long, and it was pretty much like Anki and Enlil yeah. sort of thing, like the that old school sort of setup, which I I liked. I was like, oh, and I looked in. That's the only reason I knew the name of the of the movie because I was like, what's this? But then I looked into it and it was. It was only that clip that was really yeah, set around that. So it would have been cool. I've actually asked that question. You know, we've done Noah. We've done all the, like, Christian stuff. Mm. We've done ancient Egypt. Like, where's the Sumerian stuff? Yeah, where's the Sumerian Give me stuff? some Anunnaki stuff. Mm. Well, one of the um, – I don't want to fuel the Anunnaki, the fact that we're a slave race to, to mine gold. However, down here in Australia, Senator Gerard Rennick just asked a pretty simple question – where is Australia's gold? Because apparently we shipped it to uh, London, which is a good place for gold that belongs to Australia, um, in the mid-2000s, and no one knows where the gold is. No one knows where the gold is. Where's the gold, right? It's classified. I can it's tell classified. you in a skin. Yeah, I could tell you in a skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you tonight, but I can tell you in a skiff, yeah. It's it's yeah. in the Vatican vault. <laughs> oh man, when you that's, 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 that's the new library of Alexandria. That is the new library. Yes, of that's right. Really yeah. it Someone really is. we need it. We need access before it gets burnt down. And one of the stats, actually, I, I can see here that I didn't mention is that it was that guy from Tennessee. I wish I could remember his name. He said "Dad Gum" a few times. However, yeah. they do an audit on um, the Pentagon every year. And then they fail it every year. They 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 roughly lose a billion every year. I mean, where where do you lose a billion dollars under the couch? Like, you know, you need to look under the chairs here in the refinery. Maybe there's a billion under here. Uh, and over sixty yeah. percent of the military assets are unaccounted for. How is that even possible? Right. I mean, when you know, and I think the example that he uses, like, if you spend six hundred dollars on eBay, uh, if you sell six hundred on eBay these days, you get a phone call from the IRS. But the Pentagon can accidentally lose a billion every year. And, um, you know, but going back to Independence Day, it's like, how do they fund this? What, you think every hammer costs 50 grand? Do you think, you know Well, I mean? that's what I was going to say, man. I think, I think if you just, like, extrapolate upon, like, any government contract here in Australia. Yeah, exactly. I can we, understand I, I how they lose We're, fucking billion dollars. Yeah, I know, I know. It's all in those long smokos and yeah. stuff like that. We were, at, we were out in the CSG field. That was, yeah, there was, there, it, there was a few million lost there. 
for sure. 100%. Uh, Atlantis, Clinton, we've mentioned Atlantis. We haven't dedicated anything specifically to Atlantis. Uh, however, Atlantis is definitely in the pre-cataclysm picture for sure. Uh, we've, I, I think maybe we need to put a pin in a specific UTC on Atlantis, Azores, that sort of stuff. It's probably time. Oh, sure. what's he started? Oh dear. Have, sure we, have we done one? The, the, the problem is, the are, problem is, know. Clinton. There's 208 I, episodes I, look, over I feel so many like, years. I feel man. like Atlantis has definitely been in conversations. Whether it's been a specific, a specific episode? No, I don't think it's been specific, but we've definitely discussed it. I mean, I, I side with the fact that um, the Azores was probably Atlantis, um, and there's there's a lot of evidence for that. And I'm not saying that the the eye and the Sahara and all that sort of stuff aren't something. Um, but if we're dealing with an advanced civilization that existed all over the planet, it wouldn't just have been Atlantis as one hub. Uh, however, yeah, there's even the stuff, the archaeological stuff coming out of the Azores is very interesting. Don't pull my string like that, Clinton. We're talking about aliens, man. Um, well, Atlantis could be aliens. You never know. Well, they could be, man. And this is the thing. Are, are we talking about... Actually, Alex gave what, me a new what term. What are aliens? Intraterrestrial. Right? So there's no, ultra, yeah. there's extra, and there's intraterrestrial. And the intra- Is that like dinosaurs? Is that like dinosaurs? Don't start... <laughs> The cerulean <laughs> hypothesis. Yes, the dinosaurs. That kind of thing. Well, no, Alex, you and Alex need to talk about dinosaurs. Or maybe I should just step out and let Alex and Angus talk about dinosaurs. However, <laughs> um, yeah, I the whistleblower stuff. I know someone said, yeah, two point. They, no, the American government is two point three trillion dollars in debt to the Decepticons. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, well, who else? You know what I mean. But like, don't mention COVID, please. We don't need another bill from Buddy YouTube. I know we can't talk about that. But yeah. didn't, don't mention didn't COVID. China buy a lot of. You just debt? mentioned it twice, you idiot. Oh, damn! What am I doing? <laughs> Sorry, so I'm out. I'm out again. Didn't Sorry, China guys. buy a lot of America's debt? Something along those lines. Can we? Let's not get into world economics. We're li- we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> we can't. We can barely put two sentences together. Yeah, we can't. We can't. Got to clean your room first. Yeah, clean you. You want to change the world? Clean your room. Um, <laughs> Make your bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the whistleblower protection stuff is very, very uh, interesting as far as how far does that go, and are they actually going to hold that up? Obviously, Rush is a good example of that. One of the things that came out of the, the Corbell podcast that I heard today was like how we treat David Grush, we, we, we're saying he's credible for the moment, how we treat David Grush will depend on who else comes out. You know what I mean? If we treat, Yeah, 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 if he gets fair treatment. Yeah, if absolutely. he gets fair yeah, treatment, yeah. that will then give confidence to other people to come out one of the and not only that i think also like i don't i don't feel like arrow itself would be enough of a bargaining chip that i'd you know i'd, I'd want to be a, a whistleblower um the way grush has done it the way a lot of people do it is like if you get in the media i yeah. it's like if i i'm not suicidal yeah if i yeah. double tap myself in the back of the head yeah. you know yeah. it was a hit yeah you know, killer is probably onto it. And I think what one of the things that's going that will continue to fuel this disclosure, look, is is the humble influence that you know Encanters down under and UTC have. Uh, however, also you know, I'm surprised. Actually, you know what I am surprised is Joe hasn't, Joe Rogan hasn't had anybody on recently. I wonder whether or not there's something big coming there. Be waiting. Oh, yes, yeah, so there would be. He wouldn't yeah. be taking that lightly. 
No, I'd th- I'd, I'm, just, I'm waiting to see what Joe does. Because, I mean, that's another thing too. The, the biggest media platforms on the planet, realistically, are podcasts. Um, you know, I mean, we, we worked out last year that the UTC is in the top 5% of podcasts um, globally. Uh, and that is important, right? It's important that these shows happen. And that's why I wanted to push for this tonight, boys, because – you know, these discussions move this forward and I definitely will release the audio. Oh, sorry, hang on that. You missed the point in the $2.3 trillion bill. Go, I had it. Yeah, yes, yes. They had 180 days to disclose UFO info. Yeah, the, and this is this sort of lends to what Angus is saying. Let's not go with disinformation. Let's go with positivity. Maybe the the the, the evidence is mounting because of the independent research and the the amount of footage that's coming out now, uh, what if the, the the tide is changing? It's like, hang on a minute, this is real? If it's real, then we need to know about it because I think what's also pissing the senators off is the fact that they've been had, like they've had billions and trillions of dollars taken from them. If you listen to the senators, they're like, so who's the departments, who's the corporations, how much taxpayer money has been wasted uh, or taken from legitimate projects to fund this stuff and then being held uh, in secret. You know what I mean? So I think there's there's a side to it. Um, oh, yeah, no, that's right, because America's $214 trillion in debt, aren't they? That's not $2.3 trillion. What is the debt ceiling in America these days, I wonder? Um, I think it was two fourteen last time I looked. It depends on if you bomb the Pentagon yeah. and erase the records. Yeah, <laughs> can you stop it? Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, hope not, I hope you're not referring to 9-11. Yeah, he is referring he to 9-11. He is referring to 9-11. <laughs> no. Nope. No, that. Fortunately, fortunately, there is an episode on the UTC on 9-11, and I actually did that with the American boys, and I would actually – everyone needs to listen to that. Whatever your perspective is on 9-11, go back in the back catalogue for UTC, download the 9-11 episode because it was profound. Uh, to be perfectly honest, uh, yeah, um, I'm not on there. No, I, no, Angus just, isn't there. Yeah, so it's just in case. In. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, well, let's hear from the from the listeners. Uh, is it? Do you guys want to discuss anything else about the congressional hearing, Alex? We'll start with you, mate. Is there anything else you wanted to bring up about the hearing? Yeah, look, there was just one point that was towards the end um, that I think it was Mr. Ogles was one of the because I made a list of all of the, um, the the senators and you know everyone who was there. What's um, the Tennessee senator's name? How can you? I can't remember. Him? I didn't. I look. I, I want to <laughs> say. Hang on a second. I want to say. Um, so Grothman was the chair. There was Mrs. Luna, uh, Birchett, maybe. Oh, you know, or, yeah, Birchett. That's him. Birchett. Could have been Birchett. Yeah, yeah. So. He, sorry, Mr. Ogles at the end um, made a point of saying that if the further investigation of this and um, any agencies try to block access to Congress, they'll they'll instigate that. um, And what that allows amendments, appropriations to legislation that would reduce the salary or specifically fire federal employees or cut specific programs. So that's... You know, positive, I guess. Yeah, it is that'd positive. Be, that'd be interesting to see what happens there. But, and, yeah. and that's and that's on that's on the public record too. They will enforce right. the Holman rule if yep. they are blocked again. Because that yep. Birchett, he, I watched another video with him today, and he's like, 
people don't have any idea about the uh, what we've been through to try and even get to the congressional hearing. Like they were denied skiffs, they were denied a room, they were denied this, denied that. There was blocks all the way and they just kept pushing, which I think, again, lends to what Angus was saying, that there's a, there's a, the, there's a faction that is growing and beginning to maybe outweigh the other faction uh, because the, the people are behind it as well, right? And maybe there is some politicians out there still that are for the people. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I live in hope, however, I'm not sure. <laughs> you just yeah. hope. I just hope, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. So is there anything so, else you wanted to mention there, mate? Or? No, that was it for me. It's all good. Yeah. So now I'm not sure if you guys have um, kept up a little bit. There. I sort of missed it the other day. I didn't get the chance to have a good read of it. Now, Kirkpatrick, who, as you know, Sean Kirkpatrick is the head of Aero at the moment, mm-hmm. and he has responded to the hearing. and He actually wrote Did a letter. He? Did he? Yes. Yeah, he's um, very de- very defensive on it, actually. Um, oh. Is he? Have we got it? I can try and read it for you if you like. I do have it here. I'll see if I can share the screen up. Uh, I can do a little... No mistakes here, guys. No mistakes. Oh, don't put pressure on me. Jeez. All right. I just want to share the wrong window, you know. Like, there might be something on there. Oh, hell. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. That's super readable. I'm getting there. I'm going to see if I can try and zoom this in. Hang on. Give me a minute, guys. Oh, there's a history. No. I just get with you smooth closer. Yeah, move closer. See that working? That's not, well, that work? It's oh, doing oh, something. Okay. It's getting smaller. Oh. That's great. You, you How's that work? Good job. I'm zooming and it's getting closer. <laughs> oh, hang on. How's that one working a bit? Yeah, like, what, what are you doing? Uh, it's Well, zooming is not just... working. No, everything's getting smaller though. So it looks How like it's, that work? Zo- it's All right, zooming, like but like it's not technically getting bigger. Yeah, that's right. I don't know what's happening. Oh, look, I'll read it out. Like, I'm sure you can sort of see that a little bit there. Yeah, that'll do. So can, it's, can you uh, read it out? Yep. I'll see how I go. Right, so Sean Kirkpatrick has applied to the uh, the recent hearings there. So he says, let me begin by saying that the following are my own personal observations and opinions, which do not necessarily represent official DOD or IC positions. Yesterday, the Subcommittee on National Security, the Border and Foreign Affairs held an open hearing on UAP during, with, uh, during which a government cover-up of extraterrestrials was alleged. I wholeheartedly applaud congressional efforts to get to the truth about what UAP are, and the risks to both pilot safety and national security. I am also absolutely committed to transparency on both an historical mission and the uh, operational mission. Yeah, yes, yep. Anyway, as the director of Aero's amazingly talented, devoted, and highly motivated team, however, I cannot let yesterday's hearing pass without sharing how insulting it was to the officers of the Department of Defense and Intelligence Community who chose to join Aero. Many with not unreasonable anxieties about the career risks this would entail that have been working diligently, tirelessly, and often in the face of harassment and animosity to satisfy their congressional mandate mission. They are truth seekers, as am I, but you certainly would not get that impression from yesterday's hearing. Aero was established by law to investigate the allegations and assertions presented in yesterday's hearing, allegations by its witness, well, witnesses of retaliation to include physical assault and hints of murder are extraordinarily serious, which is why, uh, which is why law enforcement is a critical member of the Aero team, specifically to address and take swift action should anyone come forward with such claims. Yet, contrary to assertions made in the hearing, the central source of those allegations has refused to speak with Aero. Furthermore, some information reportedly provided to Congress has not been appro- uh, has not been provided by- to Aero 
raising additional question about the true commitment to transparency by some congressional elements. The subcommittee whose question and oversight duties are irreproachable and in genuinely need of answers has never asked Arrow for an update on the reporting system, the historical review, the operation and the SNT strategy that Arrow leads and is undertaking. A rational person watching the hearing might reasonably assume that both the witnesses and the members had an understanding of the department and the IC's progress since the establishment of Aero around this time last year, only naturally leading them to conclude that Aero has been ineffective, non-transparent, and delinquently in the uh, in this legislation mission. Aero briefs the defense and intel committees regularly, and since that last NDAA and uh, the Homeland Defense SNT and several other committees as well. Uh, I am deeply disappointed at the the, uh, I'm, so, I'm deeply disappointed by the denigration of Aero's dedicated men and women hailing from the Department of Defense, intelligence community, and civil partners who are pouring their hearts out working with uh, working this issue on the, the behalf of the Congress. Aero has the authorities and resources necessary to execute this mission to meet congressional intent. And as we've stated before, Aero welcomes anyone with knowledge of any of these allegations or programs to talk to us in a safe, secure, and appropriately cleared environment. Rest assured, Aero will follow the data where it leads. Finally, to uh, finally to be clear, Aero has yet to find any credible evidence to support the allegations of any reverse engineering program for non-human technology. Also, to be clear, none of the whistleblowers from yesterday's hearing ever worked at Aero or was ever a representative to Aero contrary to the statements made in the testimony in the media. Ooh, so he's blowing David Grush out of the water. Okay. That's interesting. Pretty well. But I That's don't remember good. them claiming that they were part of Arrow, so I think just the media's taking that on a walk. No, no, Grush was part of Arrow, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure that's what he no, said. he was part he was, of ATIP. He was part A-tip. of ATIP. But see, Pretty this yours. is the thing. They, they, every year they change the bloody name of the program. You know what mm. I mean? So it's like, how do you keep up with it, right? If you look, actually go back into the how many different programs have been looking into this, it's numerous you know and i look i wanted to be a little bit cheeky and go do we need a violin there for um oh mate you know what i mean because he, <laughs> he, he did you know it was a little bit whingy that i yeah. don't think because he wasn't called up in front and because he already sat in front of congress and said that they don't have anything that's right um, so he can't back down from that yeah he can't back down from that he said well i mean the thing is it and this is the compartmentalization of this stuff guys and i didn't mean that was probably one of the points i didn't get to earlier the compartmentalization of all this stuff and the different levels and the you know the you know the 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 smoking guy in the back corner and you know old mate over here and old mate over there and you go back to what Lazar said it was all compartmentalized you only got to see this part you only got to see this part Sean Kirkpatrick might be he he's probably telling the truth from his perspective potentially that's right you know uh, he may not have seen that evidence however well if if Grush isn't using Arrow. Then it's a different then, evidence pool. Then Kirkpatrick yeah, that's where Lil is on as he come back into it. Mm. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. It's like he is telling the truth. He's like, we don't have anything mm. because no one's approached us because no one trusts us. Yeah, yeah. Or well, there's another thing too that's been sort of brought up too is have they been read or given the clearance to be able to investigate further into some of these things, which is a big mm. thing. Like you know, if you don't have the the clearance levels to go and start investigating where you want to be investigated, you're at a brick wall and you can't do anything. It's like, like yeah, you, of you, course you, they're not going to be seeing any of this stuff. You reach your security level clearance, which is so you also don't. a classic government tactic. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. You, yeah, we'll create the we'll create the whole thing, 
the department, mm. but we won't give them the appropriate clearance mm. so they can't actually yeah. find anything. And yeah. I don't know. They did bring up. I think they did bring up the fact that he mentioned that they didn't have anything. Well, they they weren't that scathing of Arrow in the congressional hearing. I didn't think. I'd. I'd that's why I sort of thought. You know, does he need a bit of a violin? Do Do we need a box of tissues from Mister Kirkpatrick? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, um, look, Arrow wasn't isn't a front of mind thing no. to be talking about in terms of like what was said what in the was hearing. Said in the hearing, no, I wouldn't. It wasn't have said of that. interest no. at all. Uh, it had a, zero a, attention. Apart from the fact they mentioned that he said they had nothing, yeah. um, and then Grush said that he he asked to brief Kirkpatrick. I think is that's the only other thing that was said about Arrow and he and oh Kirkpatrick yeah, he did approach him. Like, yeah. yeah, I remember him saying something. Now. Yeah, Grush, Grush did approach him Arrow. and they wanted nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly so that's right. where's that claim from his know. statement there saying that no one's approached him so that's a lot of bullshit then again too mm. um but yeah it's 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 interesting stuff guys i mean how do you as i say it's it's unprecedented um and again i think we need to yeah did, did, did you guys want to mention anything else about the hearing because i wanted to i wanted to go back a little bit i wanted to go back in the past a little bit that's right you find we want to go back to i just want to mention too like you know we're talking about clearances and that um, I'm pretty sure he just mentioned it before when I was reading that. I can't remember the bloody, I can't find where the phrase was now, but he said that they got clearance to investigate into this. Mm. I'm trying to find it now. Um, I wish I could find it now. I just, bleh. but I'm pretty sure he said that like, they have the, you know, the case. Yeah, what you it. just recited to us then, he said they have got the clearance to look into it. Yeah, but then there's also people saying that he doesn't have the clearance or there's yeah, speculation. But, you know, I mean, the top secrets here, Anthony, and then there's, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Which, which gate are you allowed to go? That's to, right. You know I mean? But I'm just, like, I'm just trying again. Like, is the contradiction in his statement to what's being said otherwise? You know, that, that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to get mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you want to add anything there, Alex? Or did, did uh, anyone else, anyone from the listeners, want to us to expand on anything from the hearing? I think we've we've covered it pretty well, boys. Mm, I think so. Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Resounding yes. Resounding silence. Yes. <laughs> um, so what I wanted, again, we need to do a bit of a review. And Gillibrand is letting Kirkpatrick off the hook. It's weird. I'd, mm. Look, the comp- conspiracy mind in me tells me, I think someone said it before, Kirkpatrick's a shill. And I, and yeah. I, I maybe concur. I concur with that. Yeah. Because there's definitely two sides to this. And one side wants to let, you know, just deny, continue to deny, 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 deny. We don't have anything. We don't have anything. We don't have anything. Um, yeah, apart from the aliens they found in Virginia in 1996, you know. Um, I think I want to talk a little bit about the reverse engineering for a second because that was one of the big things that came out of the hearing and we haven't really spoken about that. And then it goes back to Bob Lazar, but it also goes back to, and I think one of the uh, awesome listeners said before, there's over 750 people that have come forward. It's not just those three. I think the the, the three that they want, there you go, that has over 750 witnesses, um, 2001 National Press Club, 2023 this year. Yeah, um, definitely. So, and the, but there's also disclosure, disclosure projects thanks, happening. Mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. Uh, Nate. 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 Thanks, Nate, mate. Uh, mate, Nate. Mate, Nate. Um, again, it's not just America. We need to keep bringing back that around as well, right? There's there's people pushing in every major country on the planet to try and get this stuff 
and what other people have. And let's pretend for a second, because I mean, you know, one of the, the the initial notes that I wrote that I wanted to come back to was um, that's work stuff. Hang on a minute. Uh, have they figured out the tech? Is this Black Ops craft? So I mean, you mentioned the TR3B. Okay, so that's a triangular black craft uh, that you can actually get the schematics for online. I'm pretty sure there's 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 stuff written about it. It is a legitimate design. Since 1989, when Lazar came out, I don't imagine they've stopped working on the tech. Uh, have they been able to reverse engineer some sort of anti-gravity technology? One of the things we said years ago here uh, was, I think when oh, it was when Trump created the Space Force, I think I said in the refinery here one night that one day we do, you know, tomorrow we'll wake up and there'll be a fleet of spaceships and helicarriers from the Marvel movies. You know what I mean? And they're just going to say, oh yeah, we created the space force and all these things are, these have been around, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And it's just going to happen like that. Um, Cause is there, I'll put it to you boys. What percentage of these sightings, these now, these sightings that are continually to happening do you think are drones? Do you think are uh, reverse engineered? Do you think are uh, advanced tech, whether it be alloys or or not alloys? Um, we'll start here in the refinery. What do you reckon, man? Yes, this is always going to go back to my critical sort of mind. You know, um, what are people actually seeing? You know, mm. that's my biggest question. And I've always asked them. Like people go, oh, you know, look, people are seeing things everywhere now. You know, so many more sightings, or reporting of sightings of UFOs, and that. it's like, well. Are they understanding what they are they are seeing? You know that sort of concept. Like you know, people are still saying sailings and uh, aliens going across, or you know, you got Venus in the evening sky, or ISS goes over, or a lens flare for Pete's sake. You know, people aren't understanding. They're not Pete's sake. We've said fuck like twenty times. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking trying to keep it cheap, PG. You know. Cheese and biscuits. Yeah. Cheese and biscuits. Point with that now. To, to back up something that you're saying there, Anthony, I actually had a, a moment the other the other day, like maybe a month ago, um, where where we point, Michelle. Where we're situated, um the planes that fly into Amberley sort of fly mm. directly from the west towards us. Yep. So I see a, I see the planes front on a lot. Um and all, most of our planes are all like dark gray. So there was one day when this silver like 747 was coming straight towards me and on a certain angle, I had to stare at it for like 20 seconds until it changed enough angle in the air that I could be like, oh no, that is a plane mm. because mm. the jets are facing away from me. So it sounds silent The um, and the reflections coming off the front of the plane. So it was just this bright reflection in broad daylight. And I'm thinking, what the hell is that? And it it appeared, the way the light was reflecting, it appeared like it was hovering. Mm. But it wasn't until I, I waited that it got closer and I could it slightly changed angle because it was then landing over there that I was like, oh, no, it's not. So if you were driving in a car and you exactly. saw that perspective yeah. and you only saw it for five seconds, 100% you'd think, what is that hovering? Mm. It was definitely, and it right. disappears behind a tree or something because you're moving. That's Whereas right. I had the benefit of being still and being able to take the time to look at it. But I definitely had a moment where I was like, Oh, you would. That's oh, fine, actually. And that, that's that. what I'm seeing yeah. a lot of. And I, I know I bring this up a lot too. Like people are mistaking a lot of stuff. They're like 
But it seems like critical analysis from people's understanding of what's around you is seem to be going out the window. People are too quick to try to jump on the oh, I saw a UFO sort of thing, you know, like which is great. Like I'd love for people to be able to see a UFO, but they're not keeping things critical enough in their own heads. They're going sort of like trying some some rationalize what they might be seeing. And my, my question is though is my, my question though is though with that is it and look I'm not I'm not picking on you, Anthony, but I, I I think some of the things you're overly critical. Like I think there's there's been some pretty tater tates on the UFO page where from my critical eye, I think there's some of the stuff that was spotted in North Queensland that was posted on the page earlier this year. I think that was pretty bloody credible. But everyone's like, no, it's a reflection of a lens fair over this over that. Is you know, it's all fucking swamp gas and weather balloons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think there's a conditioning that is that because we've been told it's bullshit for so long, maybe there is actually part of a conditioning there where we, whilst we are all believers here, you've got a big UFO hovering over your head, mate. However, um, it's, uh, it's, are we overly critical, right? Like that's why I started with the enchantment. You know that's what, what I was saying last time too. Like, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm overcritical on stuff. And I admit to that. Um, I've been damaged and, you know, from seeing too much shit on social media where, People Look, don't just get me wrong. Yeah, I, know, I remember there was a number three balloon. I remember there was a number three silver helium balloon that everyone got excited about, and I was like, "Oh, mm. look, that's not." <laughs> you could actually see that it was a oh well, every, kid balloon that escaped from a party. You know what I mean? Speaking about being overly critical, every time I see an iPhone from a plane, and there's a, a possible UFO, but it's going in the opposite direction to the plane. It's like I'm oh, sorry, but that needs stuff, yeah. to move. Yeah, it needs to like move in another direction. Like it just holds its holds its place. Yeah, because it's you're like, in a plane doing 700 k's that, an hour. Yeah. That's that could be a balloon. Mm. I'm sorry, without it moving, it mm. could be any anything just floating there. Mm. And it seems as though it's moving because you're in a plane. Moving but on the flip side of that, the key characteristic to the tic tacs and everything else is the fact that they can stop and then yeah. go ding ding ding. You know what I mean? So, but that's what I'm looking for. The dink, dink, dink. Yeah. The did it turn on? Yeah, did, did it, it turn on? Did it That's turn right. Yeah. Your dick touches the water. See, the the other thing is too, like, people will go on, like, you know, they'll record something. Everyone gets but it. But it'll only go for about 30 seconds. Yeah. And then they go, they go, oh, that's my UFO. And it's like, well, what happened to the rest of the whole data behind yeah. that? You know, what, what's the scenario behind? What Did you sit there and watch it for an extra hour and try and figure out what it was behind that? Like, all you get mm. is like, oh, yeah, I took a video. It's This is what happened here and there, blah, 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 blah. blah. Yep, all good. And it's like, mm. Okay, but what about the, the rest? You know, like like how we got the Tic Tac footage. Where's the rest of that footage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, when you that's my tangent. But when you edit things down, it leaves everyone to think what happened after that. Yeah. Did you edit that down? Because that's the part that makes it look like a UFO. Mm. And then five, five seconds past where that video ends, it turns and you can see the red and green lights flashing on it or something, you know, yeah, yeah. that kind of jazz. It's mm. like, oh, you've got to edit it to make it look good. The other can thing, we, that's right. Can we, just before we go too far, Chris said something cool before about weaponizing. Like, why, why have we not seen any more of the tech or something? Are we mm. able to scroll back up? A lot of the stuff we no, want to know these, I uh, want to know they're not telling us because they're trying to be the. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. There's definitely, I think there's definitely a race between the major powers to try and. Perfect anti gravity tech. I just want to expand yeah. upon that yeah. a little Go bit as well. Like weaponizing the S, that's definitely mm-hmm. a, a really good one. But also monetizing. Mm. You got to look at where like aeronautics has been for the last 
well, since 1903, when the Wright brothers sort of invented the plane mm. off Leonardo's bloody drawings, mm. um, we went into propeller propulsion with a with a gasoline engine into jet propulsion, mm. still using fossil fuels. Mm. We've got to think about the monetization. If we if we we could have completely skipped the ability for those massive corporations to, to make, make all trillions. the money that they've made trillions. off of yeah. those inventions. Absolutely. Because let's not forget, prior to 1947, we were already investigating anti-gravitic technology. Yeah, that's where Tesla I wanted, that's was already I looking into anti-gravitic technology. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the late 1800s, early mm-hmm. 1900s, mm-hmm. we're already looking into that space. Mm-hmm. So what if prior to reverse engineering, our, our greatest minds are already sort of breaking well, through? I think, I think Tesla said something along the lines of he was just missing the, like the energy, the motor, the drive, this a way to energize the system, sort of thing. But mathematically, he'd he'd, he'd worked it out. it out. Yeah, and then in like nine was it nineteen twenty something? He just wrote in his journal, "I figured it out." Didn't actually say how he figured it yeah, out. Yeah, it was like in a memoir. He was in a memoir. Yeah, those lines. No, I didn't have the fuel source bill or the energy source, but I figured that out and he just left <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, super vague. Yeah, but the the original question was, what part? Of do you think is drones or reverse engineering now? Do you think they've they've reached a level of reverse engineering? They're not sharing with us, so they can still make money out of their jet fuel. Yeah, well, my question is, how much needs to be reverse engineering, or is that another faction on top of the factions that already exist? Could be. So, because either with our with our own anti gravitic. Uh, research that was happening prior to 1947 mm-hmm. the possible first captured craft mm-hmm. you know the roswell sort of incident well had we already hit something or did it die a natural death because no one just got any further mm. is it, like there's two possibilities there it could have we either had success and it went quiet it got compartmentalized or we didn't have success so then it would would then go on to the reverse engineering stuff mm. the captured craft Okay, we've got a little bit further along. Well, we need to go Let's, back to the Nazi bell now as well. That's mm. another thing, exactly. Right. What What did the Nazis find? What tech did they have? Because mm. they were they're as compartmentalized as anybody else. Absolutely, they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. They They were all working off in their own little tangents. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's like what was what was reverse engineered? What did we come up with? What's out there? Mm. What's going to get trickle fed down to us? Like like flat screen TVs, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I think. Have we exhausted yeah. the fossil fuel tech? Michelle's pretty sure we are watching move. from our devices, which probably came from reverse engineering. There is that. There is that. I mean, liquid crystal displays. How much? If there is a reverse engineering program, how much has trickled down into the modern world? Because you know, because we're all old bastards now. We have watched technology. We we all used a rotary phone when we were children, right? So we've watched technology and particularly this type of technology just accelerate right and in an unbelievable uh fashion uh oh 1897 aurora texas was the first found craft with bodies i need to know more about that i don't know enough about that one uh expand fraser in the chat if you can uh however you know what about you alex what do you think as far as what's um Look, I'm going to say it's probably a bit of a 50-50. Um, you know, I, look, if, if we do have craft and we have 
reverse engineer them, then yes, they're probably testing them and they have been for a long time and they're, you know, changing them, they're evolving, you know, they're making new models, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and look, there's there's a whole bunch of tangents that I could go off into as to why they're not releasing it or, you know, why they're not talking about it, you know, and it comes down to, you know, money and power and control and whatever else. Um, but look, you know, look, I've look, I've seen stuff. I've I've seen some stuff that I can't explain, you know, in the last few years, and um, I've had some interesting experiences throughout my life as well. But um, you know, from that you perspective, you can't you can't just brush over that. What, no, what no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're not we're not finishing the show until you do. Okay, it, right, cool. Yeah, that's fine. Exactly. So, so a couple of years ago, like I, yeah, and and I, I'm not going to. I'll just say in the last three years. Um, you know, I've, I've seen quite a lot of things, you know, that I can't really explain, you know, lights and, and things. And, you know, the, the most, the one that stood out the most for me is, you know, I'm, I'm watching this, you know, what I thought was a satellite travel across the sky, it stops and goes back the other direction. So no plane does that, you know, and I'm talking about like stop, go back straight away. Like there was no way it was a plane and it didn't do a turnaround and come back again. It stopped and kept going. So that's that's probably the the one that made me really think about a lot of things, um, you know. And I've seen a whole bunch of other things as well, you know. As I said, just lights and things traveling in um, formation across the sky, you know, two three lights at a time that are too big to be a satellite, you know. Like I know how big the the ISS is and and you know the the Hubble and all the other things that you can see in the sky. I've got an app on my phone that tells you where they are, mm-hmm. um, but. Like when when you check them and they're not there, you're sort of thinking, well, what are they? They're too big to be a, a rocket body. That you know, they're all yeah. different. I mean, they what could be closer. Yeah, exactly. What is it? Um, and it, and it leaves that question open as to you know, I, look, I look at things from from a you know a balanced perspective. Is that I'm not 100 convinced that it's it's what it, you know it's a UFO, or UAP, but I'm not dismissing that as well. I, I think that you know. You need to keep that open mind about it. Um, but with regard to the, you know, whether they're, you know, are they from another world, another dimension, whatever, possibly, I think we probably have that happening. But I do also think that we do have reverse engineer craft and they are testing them. You know, they are um, seeing what their what their capabilities are, you know. And they're, you've got to also think as well that um, we, you know, we someone alluded to it you know we don't have the fuel source or the propulsion mechanisms to um um to make them work correctly you know and like there was that uh, was it element 115 that bob lazar talked about you know that's in very very short supply if it if at all you know um but the the other perspective is you know you've got fuel companies and, and energy providers and all these people that are making billions of dollars off their sales. And if this technology comes into the forefront, they lose all their money. So they're yeah. probably pushing back very, very hard to stop this stuff from are. coming forward. Of course. Yeah. I mean, there's the Bendor motor as well that, um, that Randall, Carl. Randall Carlson's been pushing and he even supposedly mm. went on the JRE and Joe's never released the episode. And, that was supposedly a, a free energy motor that you could attach to an internal combustion motor that would basically render the you know the battery powered cars lithium everything it's hot it's 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 over if that motor is actually real and but that the Bendel motor was theoretically designed on a motor based on sacred geometry and ancient designs from the past right mm-hmm. and you know when we talk about the past the e um, 
you talk about the Vimana Shastra, right? I mean, the, when we when we looked into that in those forbidden secrets, that's a flight manual, man. You know what I mean? Like when we read that, it's like someone just found the flight manual, right? That is a technical, that's like a pilot's manual you would give to a pilot for, for them to read before they piloted whatever those Vimanas actually were. Um, you know, and, you, and tacking on what Angus was saying too, I think everything like... 1929 to 1939 so much happened in that 10-year period prior to world war ii as far as research is concerned when we're down here in australia that's when australia stonehenge was found and surveyed um you know there, there was so many things that happened in that 10-year period that by 1945 the victor writes the story man right so all the education that we have in our schools these days everything is post-1945. That was designed, built and done after World War II and the victor writes the story, right? So, you know, I, I, I said that, to, you know, I said it to, to Kathy today, I think. I'd love to spend time in the National Library just focusing on whatever um, papers and everything else like that were released in that period, 1929 to 1939. Because after 1945, it no longer mattered because World War II happened. Um, and, you know, you can't discount the Foo Fighters. I mean, this is where this actually all started. It's not Roswell, right? It's it's the Foo Fighters. You know, they, they, they were fighting lights in the sky in World War II and their bombers and stuff like that. Like, there's all these incidents where, you know, people are firing on things. And I think there was even like a, there was a thing where it's, it's not us, it's not us. You know what I mean? Like, we're not, you stop firing at us. What's the lights in the sky on us? There's all these stories out of World War II. Uh, and then obviously the the atomic weapons, you know, that's that's the that's the big thing. They these things are reconnaissing uh, um, doing reconnaissance on nuclear and military facilities. This is what's happening. That's there's how many of many stories about that. Mm. Um, but I think the and I, I don't mean to like one of the, the coolest episode, one of the coolest few episodes that me and Angus ever did was the Otis Carr stuff. Um, and we did a deep dive on Otis Carr and... With Grub as well. With Grub was on that as well. And I think that Otis Carr, who was a protege of Nikola Tesla before he died, he took Tesla's blueprints and his, his information, which is how his blueprints were done. And I'm... I don't know. At the end of that, I'm pretty sure, and we still agree that I think Otis Carr built a UFO. You know what I mean? I think he did. I think he did. And then they stole it. And like the story of Otis Carr is so crazy because no one really knows a lot about it. Um, so that if you want to, as far as anti gravitic technology and where that started, but the other thing is too with anti gravity stuff and anti anti matter vehicles is. Up until 1954, I think it is, and uh, Otis Carr was 57, 58, 59, I think. But up until 1954, the next big thing in transportation was anti-gravity. And you can go back and find news articles about it and, you know, the World's Fair. And actually, like, I think they were trying to display something like Howard Stark did in the Marvel movies. That actually happened back then. Right, they were trying to show electromagnetic anti-gravitic technology, and they thought it was the next big thing. And then, all of a sudden, nothing in the mid fifties. Um, yeah, look, Randall Carlson is more Randall than you can handle. 
Uh, mm. he, he's, his voice is a lot, and you, you, you can't take him in massive doses. But I am definitely a student of Randall, and mm. uh, he's, his ability to look at things critically and stuff like that. Uh, I side with Randall on, on, on a fair friend of things. While we're talking about JRE guests, let's put Eric Weinstein in there as well. Yeah, Eric Weinstein, yep. yeah. He seems pretty smart. Yeah. 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 They'd be a bit better than the panel that's been presented to you tonight. <laughs> Straight up sophomaniacs. Yeah. So, yeah, we're just a bunch of sophomaniacs, which is for, for those that don't know, that's someone who has the delusion that they're intelligent. Um, and I think, boys, you know, the anti gravity, the anti, we, again, this just didn't happen now. For those that are late to the party, this just didn't happen now. This has been going on, anti-gravity in investigation. Uh, everything has been going on for a long time. And it's mm. the what this hearing did is it brought it into the light for the larger population. Regardless of whether it's a distraction or whatever it is, it moved the conversation forward in a way that has never been done before. And I think that's, that's where I want to the positive side of me, the non-conspiratorial side of me, I felt pretty cool about that. I thought it was really awesome that it happened. Um, and there was definitely vilification and justification. And I did actually think about some of the guests that Anthony's had on his awesome show, right? Those people must feel a sense of relief and a sense of, you know, understanding. You know, I think it's... Um, yeah, it's very cool, boys. But we're two hours in, fellas. I don't know. Do you want to? Do you want to do some closing statements? And we might wrap it up for this evening. I don't know what, unless you want. Because I mean, we could go into dimension. We could go spiritual. But I, I don't know whether. I think we might have. Maybe we put a pen in that and we come back. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I'm I'm nearly done. I don't know about you, yeah. boys. Well, I've got a bit more to go on, go on to. Um, now I'm not sure if oh, it was yeah. before or a little bit after Grush's Ross's um, interview with Ross. Mm-hmm. Now I'm pretty sure. I, uh, it was the DAD or Biden might have done or something there. He's put a amendment out there for any companies or personnel that have claimed to have uh, non-human material or technologies or something like that to come forward and represent it or present it. Um, I can't remember. I can't find the article for some stupid reason. It's gone missing. But it's. Um, I'm hoping you might know, Alex, if you're someone in the comments has seen it somewhere. But anyway, look. Know. But anyway, there's something there where they got, someone's like they're offering people to bring their technology and their material in. Now, mm. if you, I don't know if you watched the second documentary that Ross Coulter did, I can't remember what he actually called it there, but um, he had that that brown metal sphere. Yeah, and it, and it was yeah. meant to be getting tested um, from uh, what's that uh, that brain guy's name? I can't remember what his name is now. The brain uh, guy. Yeah, he's a real smart guy, but I think he's like a. <laughs> I'm not Jacques Vallée in his stuff because no, Jacques, no, no, Jacques no. Vallée had technology as well that he was supposedly going to be get tested. That was one because that was the um, what was the Blink One Eight Two dude, the Pathway to the Stars or whatever the hell it is. That yeah, or, uh, that. yeah, Tom DeLonge and the um, yeah. to the Stars. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to yeah, they're supposed to have something as well. Yeah, Gary so, Nolan, um, there he is. Gary Nolan, yeah. thank you. Um, yep. So yeah, Gary Nolan, he's um, was meant to be doing tests on it. So where is that information? Like what's being presented there, like, yeah, like you mentioned too, like with um to the Stars Academy, they they claim to have material as well. Yeah, that so was their where big is all this? They were going to bring it all out, and they never did. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So where is all this sort of crap? Like we're still we're getting all these promises, but nothing back from them, of like yeah. any follow through. Mm, mm, mm. 
unfortunately, I think the people, even the people, uh, what, what's the word? Even the people who are like presenting the stuff that we want to hear, like the the George Knapps, the Jeremy Corbells, the uh, Tom DeLongs, they all still want to monetize things. Mm. So oh, they yeah, want to, yeah, absolutely. They want to trickle release things. There's yes. this part first. They don't want to just drop a boom, there you go. That's mm. everything. No, no. You've got to get your clicks out of it. You've got yeah, you to get your mm. clicks. You've got to get your um, come back next week and we'll have more. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, all cliffhangers, like, yeah. That's it. They've got to keep <laughs> dropping cliffhangers. That's kind of it's kind of what Grush's like whole... I can't. Re- I can't state it here in the public. I know, isn't like, it? Yeah, that, that's kind of the cliffhanger. <gasps> What's he saying in in private? When will that get released? You know, that's it, it yeah. keeps you tagging along. Mm-hmm. So yeah. unfortunately, that's another thing I was going to bring up too. Like, um, yeah, I think it was in Ross's interview as well, where Grush has mentioned that he wants to start up a um, uh, something. You know, uh, an organization to sort of like into uh, uh, investigating deeper into this, or you know, something like. And to me, this all like it sounded like a, a to the stars academy thing. There, where it's just a big money grab. And it's like mm. I really hope he's not going for a money grab on this. Otherwise, if he mm. if he does that, it takes away all credibility from him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The same with Ryan Graves. Like he's talking about creating a um, a way for you know people to report without fear of you know blowback or anything like that. And and because I think they were talking about um, you know that like people pilots were receiving cease and desist orders um, if they. Mm. Um, disclosed anything, you know. So he's trying to create that um, that avenue for people to report these things without having any problems. But you know, does that also lend to that? You know, are we just trying to make money out of that? You know, and same with Stephen Greer and all the other people. You know, I mean, Bob Lazar seems to be the only credible one because he hasn't made any money out of it that yeah. I'm aware of. And it's weird um, because no one no one believes Bob, but Bob's the only one that hasn't made any money. Exactly out. right. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. It's like he's yeah. the only one that hasn't done it. And, yeah. and he's he's the one who kind of. Info dropped us mm. with the co- with the most. He just went here. Stuff. This is what I know. This Leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Exactly. It seems to be like that. You know, that media driven side of things. Like you know, I've seen how the internals of you know television and things work through a variety of different ways. But you know, it's always that you know we've got to make this work. You know, we'll we'll do it this way, slightly different, so that we get more views and more um, you know credibility and, and more following and so on um and yeah like you were saying that cliffhanger let, let's see what happens next week let's bring it back um yeah it's uh, i hate to say it but i think a lot of it is money driven and media driven so mm. definitely well and like joe says there she said uh she's heard six months to a year but what is that? Is that the start or the Yeah, but finish? I've heard six months to a year for three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's that's been Jeremy and George Knapp mm. have been sort of trickling us. Oh, you got to hold on. It's coming. Jacques Filet, yeah. the same thing. Well, you I know? don't know how many times he said in that podcast I listened to today, we know something that you don't know. I know. Ross does the same thing too. It's like, know, we, we know that you know. I know that you know that you know that I know. And that's the know, trickle feed. You know, you know, yeah, that's yeah. the cliffhanger. Keep you coming back for more. Yeah. Pay pay for that paywall to get to mm. whoever's content we have to get to, mm. because as they as they develop uh, their their subscribers, mm-hmm. you know, like I'll keep dropping this and tell you there's more later until my subscribers get to a million and I get that gold plaque or that yeah. platinum plaque from YouTube, mm. then I'll release the next tidbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. if we get to 
50,000 likes, I'll do the next one. Mm. It's yeah, sad. Listeners, yeah, I know something you don't know, so um, you make sure you share. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> send me money, you know. That's how it's done, boys. That's why yeah. we're oh, not yeah. more successful. I've got something to tell you, but I can't we're... tell you. It's yeah, yeah. just not tagging yeah. people yeah. He, he, Here we are just trying to be honest, Aussie blokes having honest conversations. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you guys off air what I know, all right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, behind closed doors, that's right. We'll go to meet in a skiff, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. 100%. Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, unfortunately, it's just part of our modern society. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, mm. it's a shame, really. Well, boys, yeah. what do you reckon? Into there, Alex. You got anything more you want to sort of like add to it, mate? Yeah, we just do a final, fin- do a final statement and start with Alex. Yeah. Look, I think uh, exactly right, Joe. It's classified, can't? Yeah. You? I mean, what I, I would, tell what you, I, bro, <laughs> what I was. My question was, where does this go from here? You know, what, um, you know, like obviously the, you know, talking about the Senate committee and, and the hearing is that, you know, they, the senators seem to be generally interested in the information mm-hmm. that was being put forward. Um, but the question is, you know, are they going to look further into it? Are they actually going to follow through with what they've said, you know, or are they just going to brush it off and say, oh, you know, we, yeah, we looked at it, but nothing came of it? Because um, you just never know, you know, whether they're just, asking the questions genuinely or are they actually asking it because they've been sort of poked and said, hey, ask these questions and look, look concerned. Genuine, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 But, um, I mean, the other thing too is, and I, I won't sort of go too much into this, but um, something that Ross Coulthard pointed out in his um, his report and now that other thing that you sent me the other day, Triffin, mm-hmm. was, um, you know, like there's, um, there's laws and things that are in place to – you know, ensure that this information comes out in a certain way and that a lot of people are probably shitting bricks at the moment because if this does come out, you know, there's there's laws that have been broken. There's people that are going to go to jail and and um, yeah, it's going to change the whole system if, it, if it's true and if it comes out in a certain way. Um, so I think a lot of people are probably, you know, either in panic mode and they're sort of saying, no, no, we'll push back as much as we possibly can. Um you know, because they're just afraid of what's going to happen. And it's going to change the whole dynamic. You know, the whole world will It'll change, change if this comes out. Yeah, 100%. Change the world. Yeah. yeah. No, well said, mate. Well said. Mm. Uh, what about you, Angus? Huh? What? The final statement. <laughs> I just like, um, <laughs> just like Tardo Triple Six's uh, name. Um, but I think the toothpaste is out of the bottle. Mm. Um, there's no going back. We can't unsay what what has been said, um, and it's it is whether it's for money or not. There's it's a giant cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. We're all waiting for what's what's going to happen, and I think we all know some stuff is going to happen. So mm-hmm. you know, I've got my bullshit meter ready. I'm ready to troll through the crap and see what see what sticks and what doesn't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So so yeah, look, it's ex- it's exciting times, and it's um it's a fun story to watch. You know, Yellowstone's finished for this time being. So let's <laughs> let's get on to the congressional stuff. <laughs> oh, it's a hot meal account. Hot, hot meal, meal account. Tardo triple six, eh? Wow. Is that from like 90. late nineties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta be. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I wish I still had mine. Yeah. I still got mine. You still got two. Of course yours? you do. I still got it, yeah. So you going, <laughs> you going, are, you going, are you going last or am I going last? What are we doing? There you go, right? You go, you go. Uh, yeah, look, awesome show, guys. I think, look, there's so many other layers to this that we didn't get to tonight, but I really wanted to just focus on the hearing and the importance of that. 
where to from here is very interesting. The the ripple effect that it's going to have, I think there's a vast majority of the population, you know, like one of the guys said just there, it's um, social media and, you know, shows like tonight. Uh, and look, thank you again. I really enjoy these lives. Thank you very much for everybody chipping in and asking questions. It makes it very cool. It's very interactive. So I, I always really enjoy doing these uh, because of that aspect of it. Um, and I think where to from here? I think something's going to happen. I it 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 seems like as I say that the the horse is out of the barn, the toothpaste out of the tube, you know, the cat's out of the yard, or whatever, you know what I mean, whatever it is. And there's enough. I think the percent there's a there's a there's us old hands that are pretty jaded. However, I think that congressional hearing created a lot of new interest uh, that is going to continue to propel this forward. And I think the old guard that I thought was going to push back over the last week hasn't really, which I, which tells me that they're probably of the same opinion that we are, right? It's like suspicious yet surprised that they went to the level they went through in the hearing, I think. Um, yeah, thanks again, man. I really uh, – this was cool, guys. We need to we do this again for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's awesome. I'll, yeah, like you're saying, like, it's great having the people coming in there, getting the comments there, chatting away and bringing out the questions that, yeah, look, we, we really appreciate. So, um, but yeah, for my sort of final thoughts, is like my, my biggest hate on all this is like why, well, my suspicion is why is America controlling the whole aspect of UFOs and UAP release? Mm. You know, for what, for instance, like, you know, we mentioned before, like Australia still hasn't gone on board with it. The UK hasn't mentioned anything about it. I think they well, might have they, a bit of a... Grant Levac said the five eyes, they have been read in, but they That's haven't right. released anything to their public. So it's not that they haven't That's been right. read in. And I, that, I should have pointed that out before too. I think since that hearing, one of the things that Corbell said is that the Congress and those senators know more now than they did then, right? So they've probably seen stuff that we haven't seen already. They might have seen radar like or satellite so. data or something like that. Oh, you would hope so. Yeah. 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 But still, like, there's not an excuse why Australia, UK, Canada, well, I know Canada's starting to get on board. They come up with a bit of their stuff. Mm. Um, Brazil for other reasons. Well, but there's still uh, hundreds of other countries there that could be coming out with releasing some sort of information that they know about. So mm. why is there a, a stamp on this whole thing where the US is controlling it? And that's my frustration here. Like, you got something to say. I guess go for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> The because they're the leaders of the Western Hemisphere. Yeah. We're all in their shadow. They are. They yeah, are. The we're, all on their, we're all on their team, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. We're but you still got China. You got Russia. They could be coming out with a guy on what they know for all. Like you know, there's so other countries true. there. There could have been a put. Yes, there could have been a pushback there. But also, what has what has been said, but we're just not getting. Yeah, we just don't know. We only see. Yeah see the world through a lens of propaganda mm. from from our western from our western hemisphere mm. like it's 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 great having things like tiktok and that made by china because at least then some crap does get through but <laughs> then you still got to hit it with a filter mm. about you know because it's still just a social media clip mm. so yeah but i mean what is what is information these days that's you know right. what do you trust one percent rule yeah. boys one percent that's rule. it that's it mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. like, like there has been other countries that have sort of mentioned or released some sort of form of information, but also we can't read it because it's not in English. But they have mentioned something, but it didn't get the headlines like you know we get with Americans. Well, so, the congressional yeah, hearing still... didn't get the bloody headlines either. Man. No, no, no see, exactly. Yeah, 
you know. So that's my we'll, frustration on this whole thing. We'll, we'll Bla- well, BlackRock, BlackRock, and Vanguard own the media companies, which own Boeing, which own Lockheed, which own this, which own that, which own the UFOs, boys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. And they're the well, they also own the refineries that make the oil. That you know what I mean? That the the dinosaur juice and then around and around we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other thought, frustrating thing is too, like, okay, yeah, social media is great for releasing the information, but it's also great for leading disinformation or fake yeah. content. So which is yeah. like, makes it even harder to believe what is mm-hmm. real and what's not. Like oh, remaining uh, remaining critical and objective is difficult for sure. Because you, you yeah. don't know what's real. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um otherwise, yeah, look, um, I think it's gonna be interesting man to see the find out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, man in the bear suit. It's a Yowie suit, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, well, boys. Thank you very much. Hey, eh? this was this was everything I thought it would be. Um, yeah, I, I, I need to get. I'm gonna remind me how to get access to the audio for this, please, Anthony, and I'll release it on my show. Oh, as well. fine, I got to do it. Uh, I'll wipe your bum again. Hold his hand. Oh, there's no need for that. Hang on a minute. Just tell the tell the listeners. Anthony's sitting there hosting. Who organised this, by the way, mate? Just out of curiosity, Alex. I was just poking. I was just like, come on, guys, hurry up. Let's get this done. Me and Alex have got notes. What are you boys doing? This is the best position on this panel. I just walk in. That's right. I was going to give you a shout out before, but not anymore. Now I was like, no, buggy. Nah, look. No, it's been, it has been great, and look, I got to appreciate your efforts there, Trip. Like you did get, you did pull my finger out on this one. Yeah, like I did have plans, and like you know, uh. I had to go and argue with the wife there, going like, "Look, I need to do this." Like, it's been a while, <laughs> so, mm. but um, yeah, look, no, I can't appreciate it enough, man. Like, you guys have done a great job on tonight's show, bringing up everything that needs to be said. Basically, it's just absolutely fantastic the effort you've gone through. And I wish I could have, you know, held my part in that. I feel a bit of shame no, on that. Where I couldn't no, no, you did a good job, mate. I'm only stirring. No, I still should have. I still <laughs> should have. Um, you know, I need, I should have organised myself a bit better. Like, I was even going to put a video together and like. Uh, the video I was going to put together was like nearly 20 minutes or so. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not going to have people sitting here for 20 minutes to go on. <laughs> then we go on another two-hour tangent after this. You know, it's just going to be too long. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, look, yeah, like I said, like, you know, you've done well. You've um, carried the team, mate, and you and Angus there have done it absolutely phenomenal. But um, before we do finish up, look, um, Alex, where can people contact you if, you if you're open for people to contact you or talk to you about anything in regards to that? Like, are you open to... Not, not, not yet. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm actually in the process of setting something up so that we can have a little bit more of a, um, you know, I can have a little bit more of a presence in this field as well. So um, watch this space. I'll, um, I'll definitely let you guys know as soon as I'm ready to go. It's just, you know, a matter of logistics and getting everything organised. Um, but um, look, I just wanted to say thank you to all of you guys for, for having me here tonight. It's, it's great to be um, sort of brought into the fold, so to speak, and. Uh, yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity. So it was great to meet you all, I guess, you know, e-meet you, I should say. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we can uh, we can sort of talk more and discuss more later on down the track as well. There's some pyramids yeah. down near Alex's place. We've got to go for a drive. Yes, yeah, come and check sure them out. Fly me along. I'll fly yeah, for sure. Go for, a road, <laughs> for a road trip with you. Yeah, mm. for sure. Straight up. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, look, it's great, man. Great look. Um, so all right, um, nothing else to sort of add quickly or we'll finish it right there, right? No, we're good, boys. Knock it off. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. And that will do it, folks, for this episode. I hope you enjoyed the show. And don't forget, if you or someone you know has had an encounter, please get in touch with me to be featured on the podcast. 
If you're a fan of the show, you can support the podcast by purchasing some awesome merchandise that's available on our online store via the link provided in the episode description. So thanks for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you on the next Encounter Down Under. Hey, Root. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.